69, dudes! Sixty-nine, dude. <laughs> nice. Sixty-nine episodes. Woo! Oh man, I I ran out of time. I know we talked about it. Um. This week or, or last week about the, getting a, a soundboard and like some yeah, yeah. some uh, you know some uh, music and sound effects yeah. for uh, want to want to make a uh, a little uh, little newsreel like a like a nineteen twenties something like that. <laughs> the news of tomorrow. <laughs> the ticker in the back. Yeah. Did y'all um? What were you? Do? <laughs> I know there's something we were talking about. We can't talk about. Is this? <laughs> but apparently there's there's a an area you said is near Saint Simon's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is still called uh, 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 its old name from back yonder of uh, of Jewtown. <laughs> yeah. Jewtown, Georgia. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's a reference to fish. You know, because there's that, uh, people, some people used to call a uh, grouper uh, Jewfish. Oh, really? really? So I don't know if that was like a fish market. There's a lot of animals that have um, otherwise like profane yeah. names. You know, yeah. like, like I mean, there's there's tits. Yeah. Like birds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what they are. It's like, it's like God, look at those beautiful fucking tits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my grandmother has, um, you. I'm sure you've seen them. They're little purple, like leafy plants called wandering Jews. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what they're it's called. A, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a coverage plant. I know what you're talking about. They're like, pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Yeah. The Jews are coming yeah. in very nice this <laughs> year. Yeah, I don't think you have to water them either. <laughs> I think it was another gardener that tried that at one time. <laughs> Grandma's been. She's just been using vapor on her juice. Pretty cool she, guy. This, uh, you know, Grandma's been using this uh, this little condensed air on her plants, so she's just been gassing yes. her juice. Yeah, okay. It's, I'm time gardener of the year. Yeah, I mean, it's time to go green. You know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and part of that is. Being mindful of your water consumption. Let's start this episode over. <laughs> 69, dude! <laughs> so does this box have seven days of food in it? No, no, they were... They were um they were socks with uh it's like a menorah. Oh <laughs> start over again. Sixty nine We made it <laughs> No, it's um for those can't see it's it's there's a rectangular box that says seven days of food. On it, and it actually just says seven days food. Oh, it's yeah. There's no uh. My apologies. It says seven days food, (laughs) (laughs) and it's got a a pattern in the background of a you know of pizza and donuts, tacos, 
sushi, uh, some spaghetti. But no, what it was, it was um, uh, seven pairs of socks. Oh, okay. My, my dad got uh, me, uh, me those for uh, Christmas. Oh, it's a new box you get from Taco Bell. For <laughs> <laughs> seven days of food. Look, I'm telling you, there's a spaghetti plate on the box. Why are you telling me you can't put spaghetti into the box, Mr. Taco Bell, man? Tell me that. The new Yum brand. Sir, again, we do not have spaghetti at Taco Bell. Balderdash. It's on the box. The combination Taco Bell Fazoli's. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Good food fast. <laughs> oh man! Did y'all see? This was probably close to a year ago now, but the uh, Fazoli's in Valdosta had like horrible food score. Yeah. Like. I don't doubt it. Well, now this was years ago. This was twenty years ago. Um, you know, he's just looking. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, when someone would quit there, they would uh, put a ton of garlic seasoning or butter or whatever spicy stuff in in the next batch of marinara, mm-hmm. like their last day. And I, I I never went there again after I heard that because I didn't want to get the old yeah. spicy spaghetti. You'd be lucky if that's all you get. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was. Um, I'm I'm trying to find it here now. Uh, I, that's something I've been trying to be more conscious of is thinking about who handles my food, you know, because, mm-hmm. and you know, fast food workers don't make shit, no. and they're usually young people who like have no, yeah, they don't know that they, they're not thinking about the consequences of what they're doing, you uh-huh. know. Well, and the, like the the jobs just, I imagine it probably comes down to their management, right? Because it's like that's. People don't really quit shitty jobs. People quit... Oh, let me rephrase. A job isn't necessarily shitty because of the task at hand. A job is shitty because of the people that you're working right. with. You know? Right. So, if if they've got yeah, like poor if, if it wasn't management... The, the crew I have at work, like, we all get along. You know, we joke around. We get the job done. But if it wasn't for the people that I've directly worked with, I would have quit that job years ago. Yeah. Well, that's not an easy job. Yeah, for, it, You know... So you gotta have, gotta have a uh, yin and yang of tough job and fun people to hang around right, with right. while you do it. So, here's what I was looking at was from 2021. So, hopefully they've changed that. I can't find the. Um, there's a thing that was called uh, Dirty Eats Georgia, but it's no longer online. I'm trying to find the is that actual. A, is it a porno? No. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find their uh, public health score then from like like the actual report. It's from August um, 16th, 13th, 2021. But it was, um, if it, what they had described was stuff where it's like, yeah, bro, this isn't about like the people that are like teenagers working there. This is about whoever is managing and running right, this place. Right. Like there was stuff where it was like, the refrigerators, like certain coolers, weren't even cooling, like not Ooh, like not even shit. forty degrees. Yeah. Like um, other stuff, there was like like a raw raw chicken splatter was like left out, and like I, I did food service for ten years, so like some of this stuff is like, bro, that Egregious. like you can you can really hurt people. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, from doing this you kind of stuff. Yeah, that's not a silly prank. That's uh, yeah, that's deadly. <laughs> yeah, there um, th- like uh, food was expired. 
Um, they were bringing um, hot, um, like, piping hot food out of the <laughs> frying pan or whatnot and right into the walk-in cooler yeah. without giving it time to All right. cool down or anything like that. Heck yeah. Get a nice, you know, 69-degree walk-in freezer. <laughs> I'm comfortably cold. <laughs> 69 dudes! <laughs> Welcome back to a new episode of New Southern Heretics. We made it. <laughs> really excited to be here. <laughs> this uh, We just sat down. We just got here. Haven't really talked much up till now. Groundhogs. Yeah. 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 You make decisions and you live with them. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually like one of my favorite I mean that's probably my favorite Bill Murray movie. Is yeah. Groundhog's Day. I haven't Groundhog's seen it since Day. I was like a kid. I need to I need oh to go back and watch oh, it. Oh yeah. It's just it's just very <laughs> unique. Like that the idea of like that's just a dude who's like it's like literal deja vu. Right. Like he, he just can't get yeah. out of this day until he gets it right. And it's like, fuck, man. Yeah. Like, I, I heard just the other day somebody was talking about that movie, and they said that in the original script, he was supposed to be stuck in the loop for like 10,000 years or something like that. Yeah. It never explains how uh, long it's been. I think at, at on one of the days, um, the, the girl that uh, Andy McDowell plays... Um, I forget her character's name, but I think she like asks him like how long it's been, and he tells her, mm-hmm. but he doesn't get it right that day. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Right. So like. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I remember seeing some other, you know, theory craft article on it, and it's like, all right, he got really good at piano, and he's practicing right. piano for an hour a day for the lesson. How long does it take you to get good at piano? However many years, and they extrapolated, okay. One hour a day for... 20 years. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, so it's at least 20 here. And then he gets good at dancing or whatever, and yeah. eye sculpting. and Everything. Yeah, everything. Man, if he didn't come out of that and be like, <laughs> like run for president. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something. The the irony is probably is like once when he wakes up and it's finally February third, he like dies in a car wreck on the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he spends so much time mastering this one day, like the next day is the worst day of his life because he's just not prepared for it. Yeah. yeah. Where he finds out this this woman that he fell in love with is just like the worst, like most sociopathic person mm-hmm. he's yeah. ever met. Groundhog's Day Two. Yeah. That was Tom Cruise fighting aliens. With, oh, was that um, the Edge of Tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Live, Die, Repeat, or something like yeah. that. I never saw that one either. That one's wait, was it? The only one I know was uh, was a World of Worlds. There's another Tom Cruise and yeah. Aliens movie. So he's a uh, there's a alien invasion, and he's some uh, office working soldier of some kind, maybe like a marketing type guy, and he ends up getting put on the front lines. And there's some there's some stories about aliens, whatever, and he gets some alien blood on him and it makes him repeat the day. And and there's your story. There's your, <laughs> there's your I didn't movie. know that was the premise. It's like yeah. a 
So it's, it's Groundhog Day with aliens, and it's, 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 it's an alien and STD. it's serious instead of dark comedy. Well, there is some comedy to it because uh, he dies a lot, and when he when he dies, he just wakes back up because he's trying to he's trying to uh, get everything perfect where they repel the alien invasion. Uh, because if they lose the alien invasion on this day, then the humanity loses. So he's got he's got the day to be perfect, and he. He he fails many times. <laughs> Impossible. Yeah. Tom Cruise cannot fail. Actually, like I, I think Tom Cruise is, is is a he's probably mentally broken, but I think he's a really good actor. Though. Yeah. He completed the redemption arc from the Oprah couch, <laughs> <laughs> which he said how demonic she was then. The um. I, yeah, I wonder if that's a thing, right? And like the the deeper, not to cut you off, the Maybe. deeper. Uh, Subcultures of uh, of Hollywood <coughs> religious groups, for lack of a better term. I wonder if like the John of God people and the Scientology people are like like we're at war. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the secret war. Like right. <laughs> like I don't, I, I don't like either of their churches, obviously. Uh, but I would say that uh, probably the Scientology would be like the I, white hat. If I had to pick a side, yeah. I'll go with um, I'll go with um, in, in, <laughs> the indentured, indentured servitude for Zenu yeah. rather than the child sacrifice of Moloch yeah. or whatever. Zenu is <laughs> the, my co-pilot. Zenu <laughs> <laughs> takes the wheel. <laughs> Hell, we got our own fucking planet like that. Hell yeah, right. Uh, I mean, it's it still sucks because <laughs> me driving around a giant four x four vehicle on my own planet. Was it a <laughs> don't a, sick jumps? A B six, the the oh, the aircraft. The, yeah, yeah, it was some kind of air, airplane that was like identical to um, an airplane that was around when L. Ron Hubbard was around <laughs> that uh, that bombed all the souls into the volcano. Yeah, oh, he yeah. just gave him like X wings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, better restart. Oh. Howdy. Hello. Welcome, welcome. Did you get a haircut? Yeah. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> you look you look much less retarded than you normally do. <laughs> I've been trying to uh, keep my haircut the last two or three years. Yeah? Person going every morning every six months. I had a haircut four years ago. Oh, well, you know, yeah, that's a good record. But I do, uh, I've been, or at least after 2021, been trying to keep the. No, no, that's fine. We'll wait for you. Try to keep the beard trimmed. <laughs> I got a, I got a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hope the mic picks that up. Like six months ago, I got a haircut that I that I actually liked. You know, I would just go in and tell. I get a different person every time. I'm just like, yeah, do do whatever you want. <laughs> and usually, I would just let it grow until I couldn't deal with it anymore, and then I go back and do the same thing. Yeah. Well, I got this girl who like gave me a haircut that I really liked, and so I started going back like every two weeks, mm-hmm. and I just like uh, do what she did, and um, I did that for about a month. And then I grew it out for about six more months. Yeah. <laughs> and I came back in with like this unkempt fucking fro. Yeah. And uh, they're like reading my, the notes on my account up there. They're like, yeah, this doesn't sound right. <laughs> like, do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Before I had uh, 
started uh, growing my mane out uh, for years, I just get taken down to like a one, mm -hmm. just because I have to worry about it. You know, I was, yeah, 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 I'll, I won't look handsome, but I, like I'll, I'll look normal, ugly. You know, <laughs> just take it all down. Uh, because there, there's like a few like I don't know what to say whenever I go in to get my hair cut. Yeah, like, I don't either. Like, you know, I want to look like this gentleman right here. Yeah, yeah. Give me the catalog. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not I like want, I want to look like the middle Hanson brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one that <laughs> you mean the, the, the cute one? <laughs> yeah, they're all cute. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Hanson was definitely the hottest of the three <laughs> brothers. Though. I thought he was a girl. I did too. I thought it was Alex Mack. Yeah. <laughs> She had uh, she had gotten <laughs> she, had, she had gotten her own band. I was just like, man, she can fucking sing. Was that the one that could turn into a puddle? That's it. <laughs> Alex Matt. I think, I think yeah, like that CGI. Yeah, like, she turned into a puddle yeah. and go under a door or something. Yeah. What'd you? My phone. Ah. Dropped it in the John. <laughs> Busting out when I'm taking a piss. <laughs> <laughs> Put it right on the right on the top of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I believe I could be wrong, but I believe his family came from Jewtown before they got here. Hmm. That's not correct. You ready? I got shit on it. <laughs> 69, dude! <laughs> we made it. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. It's hard to believe it's been this long. Oh, man. <laughs> Bonkers get you. Dude, before we started recording, we were just sitting here talking, mm -hmm. and he jumped up on the the uh, door to the back porch, yeah. and I just saw it out of the corner of my eye, and I physically jumped. <laughs> it scared the shit out of me. Cause he's black. Right, sister. Would you do that to a white cat? No. <laughs> I don't allow white cats in this house. <laughs> white cats, I think, are actually... I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't have any data to back this up. I think they're more mystical than black cats are. Yeah, because black cats are the ones that are always associated with misfortune or whatever. But yeah. I, I don't... Now that I think of it, I've had many black cats in my life. I've never had a white cat. Do you have like some crystals and astrological, astrological signs over there or something? <laughs> They're all on this piece of paper right here. <laughs> so what what um what happened with the uh, the FAA and uh, all the the possible? Oh cyber man, it was just, it was uh, just a scheduling software problem. Oh, that's all it was. Yeah, yeah man. What happened? Yeah, it's all written in COBOL. It's just yeah. old stuff. Old stuff. Hey, uh, Frank retired. We can't keep up with all that. Slash, <laughs> slash, forward, slash, dot, dot. I don't remember the syntax, how to input that. <laughs> Multi-billion dollar, essential, multinational, air, you know, airplane people. What would you call that? Air industry? Air industry. There we go. 
Just or aviators. Yeah. Just just nothing to worry about. <laughs> what happened? What happened? Did you hear that... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> 69, kids! We, we made it. <laughs> Welcome back to a new episode of New Southern Heretics. <laughs> <laughs> the Chinese are at it again. Goddamn Chicoms! Mothers, lock up your daughters. The Chicoms are out on the street. 1776, will commence again! <laughs> <laughs> no, so like the the FAA had like had grounded all these planes, like like all planes. I think all, all Southwest all domestic. Well, the first one was Southwest. They had I kind of mean it's fucking Southwest. I yeah. can't believe they didn't have an updated scheduling system. Yeah, they're standard operation. But the well, FAA grounded Those, everything. Y two K finally kicked in. <laughs> yeah. Decimal <laughs> 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 no, no, decimal point off. Um. I don't know. I mean, you could logically game out that they, it could probably be a hacker, could have been a computer problem. But the fact we like scrambled, maybe run, running military exercises, or maybe the fact that allegedly they scrambled every fuel carrying plane to the sky with jets and submarine hunters off all the coasts and stuff. You know, allegedly. Well, there's a the one video you had shared to our uh, our pro NATO uh, group yeah. chat. We that, love uh, NATO. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Antichrist. <laughs> I am all for American imperial expansionism. I support current things. Yeah, the current thing is good. <laughs> but uh, there was a. I get showed um, what whatever it was that it's it's like a, a real time air map of like a, yeah. Like flight patterns or something oh, like that, yeah, oh, like on flight aware yeah. or whatever. Well, I, what I don't understand about how that guy found that information is a lot of uh, military aviation does not track that way. Uh, anything like FFA, like pu- public flights, you can track whatever. Right. I don't know how he got that information. Sometimes they are like because uh, I've looked yeah. before in like uh, is it Fort Benning or whatever where they train the helicopter pilots, and sometimes you'll see like twenty helicopters in the air. And they're doing just like a little exercise, yeah. but like anything covert or something, I think they uh, don't allow. But apparently, there was a sub hunter off the coast of the middle way down on the east coast of Florida that was like flying up and down the coast in circles. Hmm. So, is Chapo still in jail? Yes. Okay. Thanks, <laughs> Chapo. Yeah. <laughs> Junior. Uh, apparently, he got extradited, extradited. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you watch that Peter Zeehan, uh, Rogan, Jurgen podcast? Mm, no, it's really um, good. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Think, it may have been one I saw clips from. It, 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 it was. was ta- he was talking about sort of like what the preamble was for Russia to invade Ukraine, yeah. and not not obviously not from like a like a pro or sympathetic Russian point of view but, but just like why they are yeah just objectively just be like yo this is what happened and. I think a lot of times he's really good on geopolitics. The the guy, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Peter. Peter Zion. 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 
comes from Jewtown. Uh, he's like Zionist Pete. I told you, Paul. <laughs> yeah, Zionist Pete. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Shalom. So, Cat Stevens is totally off topic. When Cat, when Cat Stevens, um, yeah. he uh, converted to Islam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He changed his name to uh, Yusef uh, Yusef Muhammad or something yeah. like that. Like, oh, Joey Islam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, aren't you Cat Stevens? No, nah, that's Joey Islam. Yeah. Yeah. Put some fucking respect on that name yeah. when you say it, dude. Hey, capiche? Peter, Peter Zion. Yeah, it's the most common name in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that was a really good podcast, but like you see, that, like it got, like it got clips like it was all over TikTok and Twitter and mm-hmm. Instagram and shit. So. Well, I, th- I think that like I, I know a lot of people like kind of cringe at uh, Joe Rogan, but a lot of, a lot of people like really like uh, Joe Rogan. Um, I mean, he's I, got some. Uh, he, he's not. He's very. He can be very inconsistent in the quality of his podcast mm-hmm. with guests and everything too. So, but go ahead. No, um, I think that at least in my sort of like adult timeline, what I've watched since you know since nine eleven with corporate news, you know, like we we were seventeen when that happened. Yeah. So, you know, fa- fairly young, but I mean, still, like I, I had watched this whole machine from that point to like. Around the Occupy movement mm-hmm. in 2011, and when that happened, I was in Jersey, and most folks down here had no idea it was even happening. Like it wasn't being talked about, and I was, yeah. I was, was, I was befuddled because, yeah. like, I, because I guess because of the geographical proximity, because yeah. you know, <coughs> Philly's only like it's it's like an an hour and a half train ride maybe yeah. to Manhattan, so it's it's not that far, but like it was. It was all like we were talking about, and like the some of the protests had spilled over into into Camden, uh, which you know, was right across the river from Philly, and then Camden had uh, laid off like something like a third of its like city workers, including like police force. But they all the higher ups kept their jobs and gave themselves like yeah. salary mm-hmm. increases. Many such cases, and and like Camden is like like. It, it, it's one of these rare pockets in uh, in modern world that I think is kind of back to like early 20th century where it's like if you're the wrong skin color you don't go to this town mm-hmm. no matter w- like what the town may be and this is just one of those like places where it's like the, some downtown you, there were certain zones in Camden to where you would be arrested if you weren't a resident oh shit like they had, like it was that corrupt with like the drug running and like right. gangs, because they got they got rid of a third of their city workforce, so they could just essentially just like ah, there's too many problems here. We can just keep the bracket as it is mm-hmm. and keep our money the way it is. So there were certain blocks in Camden you would uh, uh, on the arrest reports, you know, like the Lowndes County crime thing that we have now with Facebook. But you would uh, 
get to reports of like like an old lady, like a news story of like old lady arrested in Camden. It's like, well, yeah, she was she was an old white lady and she was in Camden at nighttime in the neighborhood she's not allored to be in if you're not a resident. Yeah, trying to read that report just buying a pound of meth or some shit. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it was just you got any that fit. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, that's that's just like one like anecdote, but I mean, like all, all this shit like was popping off like culturally like where I was at and like down here and nobody was even aware of it because it wasn't getting talked on the news. So, well, I know I'm a wordy, long-winded fuck at times, but to the Joe Rogan point, he had filled that vacuum of like trying to get just object uh, an objective um, demonstration of different people's perspectives, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And unfiltered box, quit fucking with that cabinet. <laughs> unfiltered um, uncensored and if it was okay to disagree and not just get in a shouting match with people yeah, right. right like people can like unpack ideas yeah. and he could be challenged on stuff he could challenge the guests on stuff and really I think anything that like gets the gears turning in an audience right is 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 beneficial because you you don't want to tell people what to think you want to get people to make their own mind, right. you know, change, change their mind on new information to at least, even if they don't change their conclusion, they can at least understand a differing perspective uh, better. Mm. Helps you defend your own perspective if that's the one you want to hold to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, it, it, it really, um, it, if, if it challenges the foundations of your principles or your beliefs, <clears throat> then you, you have to either realign your beliefs or you have to take this new information and refute it somehow yeah. right so I, I think that a lot of people dislike Joe Rogan because they'll say like well he flip-flops on too many things it's like well he's got different guests and he's, just, he's a centrist really I mean like he's got anybody who's like a, a lines in the middle you're gonna fall on each side of the of the um, you know political Aisle. But, um, like, I'm skeptical of anybody who has that much money and that, and like that big of an audience. Not like, not to say he's not valuable because he put a lot of people that I think are extremely valuable on the map, like Graham Hancock and, um, you know, he, he Alex Jones. Alex Jones, yeah. Yeah, he brought him up from nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody had even heard of him. Yeah. He's just a humble, uh, a, a, a humble, humble servant. servant. <laughs> humble servant of Christ. Yeah. A, a humble supplement salesman. <laughs> I piss hot blood. <laughs> My all-time favorite thing with his, uh, his supplements is like he took the, the super, male, super male whatever. Vitality. Vitality. Yeah. It's like two pages. It's like him. And then thirty days later, it's him, but red. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was at Sun Tropic Tan Parlor. I shaved this morning. <laughs> I think we talked about it before, but the base vitamins that Alex Jones sells and the ones Gwyneth Paltrow sells for yeah. her company Goop mm -hmm. is the same. Yeah, parent company. They, yeah, you know, well, anybody can like. I, we're, we're starting up a vitamin company soon as well. Yeah. Right, <laughs> top quality. Her her uh, heretic pharmaceuticals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we're keeping the FDA hands off. 
You don't want any of those fuck stuffs <laughs> touching your gummies. This will be bespoke handmade vitamins. <laughs> no, but like I, I, I think Joe Rogan has, um, like I said, he was in the optimal place to sort of fill that vacuum, right? When whenever it happens, and I think that. It always happens when mainstream corporate culture will push where it wants its target audience to go to a, a certain threshold to where whatever it leaves behind, right? As they're trying to figure out, well, why can't we get more people? As well, it's because people are tired of whatever they're pushing mm -hmm. and they're going to latch on to something that is authentic, right? And I think that while I understand people's arguments that Joe Rogan himself may not be authentic, the show I feel is. Yeah. Um, and there's there's some shows. Uh, I mean, there's guests that are on there that there's no fucking way I'm gonna sit and listen. I'm not gonna listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Like, hey, that last episode was fucking insufferable. And I yeah. I found myself for a long time being kind of like an apologist for him. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know, he's just. I just when he first came on the scene, it's like for oh, he's, Tyson. Or, yeah, yeah. When he first, it's like cool. He's like very passionate, enthusiastic yeah. about his down to earth well, well, science guy. Yeah. like kind of you know make, keeping it simple. Yeah. Well, plus um, his um, uh, he and Seth MacFarlane's uh, reboot of um, Cosmos. Uh, Cosmos from Carl Sagan it was great. It's fantastic, mm -hmm. and um, the the history of like a lot of like. People I had never even heard of, but like had contributed to like science in a great deal. It was really, really fascinating. Yeah. But he's an actor. Yeah, he's a presenter. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's 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 all he is. And when when I started getting a sour taste in my mouth from him was when I was listening to like a lot of flat earth debates <laughs> and while they're um the the conclusion of their arguments like they they could never like win a debate on you know what I mean but as you know Ted and I have talked about it at length before they have hundreds of like examples of different proofs of their arguments right so like Neil deGrasse Tyson's was uh, accepting at first to be like 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 oh I'll, I'll definitely debate them sure sure like like oh I'll, I'll squash them and then was uh, quick to cancel the debate it was going to be on Rogan their guy uh, what's the flat Earth and dinosaurs are fake guy um, there's so many oh. Eric Dubay oh yeah yeah um, which I'm I'm not a big fan of Eric Dubay um, but like I. I think he, he makes some interesting arguments or points, but uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson was on, I think it was Sway, you know, from MTV, they started oh, the podcast. Yeah, Sway the yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Um, I think he was on his show, and Sway had asked him, like, about, like, they were talking about B.O.B., I think. Yeah. And Neil deGrasse Tyson was like, uh, you know, after um, 400 years of... Uh, uh, settling an argument, there's uh, certain things that science doesn't need to even waste its time on anymore. It's like it's it's been settled. I'm like that is the complete opposite of science. Yeah, yeah. like completely. Yeah, like a, a scientific uh, approach should be like we have 400 plus years of data 
contrary to what you're saying. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. Like, well, and part part of the scientific method when you do an experiment it has to be falsifiable. You know, you have to mm. have you have to have um, a scenario, a hypothetical scenario where your um, whatever you're hypothesizing can be proven false. You know what I mean? So why not take if people are saying that they have falsifiable information that will deny your argument, then fucking put it to the test. You know? Yeah, exactly. Slam it down if it's if it's so settled, then just like dunk on dunk on their asses. You know, like put it, <laughs> put it to rest. Well, I mean, and some because some of the things like were are kind of easy to like challenge a flat earther on, right? And not I'll do the contrary in a second, but like like maps, right? Mm-hmm. It's like. Bro, like, there's a Mercator projection. Google has their own spherical projections that will work. Like, the the azimuthal equidistant flat Earth mm-hmm. United Nations map, it, it works in that view only. Like, it, it only works on that top-down view. From, right? like, the North Pole mm-hmm. view? Is and, that and, the one you're talking about? Right, and it's, it's l- literally just a way to see, like, this is how we perceive our planet on a flat plane. Uh. So, like... You know the Mercator projection when it's in the rectangle yeah. and it's distorted. It's it's not accurate, yeah. right? So like it's it's supposed what's, to be on a on a spheroid. What's so. the one that looks like the different parabolas kind of pulled out to to make it flat, but it keeps the proportions the like, same? Like if you peeled an orange and yeah. laid it flat. Yeah. I'm not sure what that one's called. I think that's still the Mercator projection. Okay. I, I think it's just a different... They fill in those gaps usually when you see it okay. on, a, on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Like, this is ocean. It's not there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like some of the... Um... But that's where you get the, like, where America is like the size of Africa or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, you just take like the fucking Congo and pull it over to, to America and yeah. it's like literally the size of fucking America. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and, like Greenland becomes this massive like yeah. fucking continent. It's like, yeah. it's like, there's all this land. It's like, no, Greenland is like yeah. not that big, yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. Like at all. It's um, like north north part of Canada. I always thought like it was this huge like you know, frozen land. Yeah. And I mean, it's a lot of land, don't get me wrong, but it's not what I thought it was. Yeah, like com- five com- times the size of America. Compared to the western end of the eastern hemisphere, it ain't big. Yeah. yeah. You know what, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, because I had the same idea. Yeah. that. Well, I just read the other day, There's le- it, I saw a map of countries that have less than 100 million people in them, and Canada was one of them. Yeah. Which, yeah. I, which I know they're concentrated There's in. There's more people in like, California than in Canada. Right. Yeah. And I, I always knew that they were concentrated into these handful of yeah. cities, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I didn't realize that it was, was like, like less, than, less yeah. than a third of our population. Because it's, it, like you said, it's yeah. just in my mind, it's this giant landmass, you know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were about to hang up on Mercator. All right. Uh, I, I used to have a globe and a... Uh, yeah, a Mercator projection. And you burned it in protest? <laughs> no, no. Um, I think the globe I lost over the years, and the other map, I think I, it, it burned in the in the fire itself. You want to go outside, Bonds, or are you just trying to see what I can do? Go outside. I'm just on the wrong side of the door. There you go, bud. But, yeah, so, like, this this is, like, uh, it only works in, in this view, but it gives you a good idea of, like, how large, like, Africa is... Compared yeah. to America, right? You know, or even Australia, yeah. Like, just which is nuts because this, 
I know the you know the population in Ap- uh, Australia is only around the coast. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Like there's, this, five, there's five people that live near Ayers Rock, and that's mm-hmm. it. This this whole area of Australia is like just, nothing. It's yeah, it's, uninhabitable it's, it's, it's bush. It's, wasteland. And like the the towns and cities on the uh, on the Indian Ocean side of Australia, I, th- I think it's like a couple of days to like travel from one end to the mm-hmm. other. You know what I mean? Because don't they have those really uh like multiple trailer semis? Yeah, like three, trains. four, five, uh, six. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think. It was uh, it was really done really well in the Wolverine movie. Sixty nine, dude. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> Welcome back to a new episode of New Southern Heretics. <laughs> We're here talking about maps. But no, I think that, um, like, I, I, I like this um, this projection. I think it gives a, a good idea of, like, well, because, like, a globe, we don't really, like, it's kind of hard to understand, like, the size of it, like. But where are the ice walls on this map? Around the edge, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. okay. See them? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, I see. The, the bitch of it is, though, you can take the same projection on the South Pole, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so then, like. The lighter your, your, yeah, your ice wall just becomes distorted continents yeah. in the northern <laughs> hemisphere. Shit. So, like again, like it. Well, the ice wall is really thin on, on the on this side over here on the west side. Mm-hmm. That's where you bust out. Yeah, yeah, that's what's what's interesting is that like there's the the other side of like some of the stuff the flat earthers do talk about. It's like um uh, the. Uh, Admiral Byrd missions, not not the one where supposedly he he found a hole and went into yeah. the earth, and there's a a, yeah. a secret city of tall white Aryan people there. Right, but there um, that they found, of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they found like gates more or less in the uh, in the uh, Antarctic coast, and that they had found a uh, the at, uh, the atmosphere seemed to be. Lower than oh, firmament. Yeah, than uh, it was elsewhere. Well, it's cold. So, yeah, but now some of the stuff that uh, they uh, could have <laughs> brought things shrink when they're cold. <laughs> that they've they they brought up is uh, like uh, a thrust in a vacuum or a combustion in a vacuum. And there's YouTubers that have these experiments where they'll have like a uh, was an iso tank or something, yeah. and they'll have like um, suppose they'll have like a little little drone in it, and they'll turn the vacuum on, and the, the drone can't fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's other times they'll try to ignite something mm-hmm. in a yeah. vacuum, and it won't. No option. Yeah. So like, they they had like arguments in there that is like, okay, well if you're telling us that like this is a, a floating space ball in the middle of a vacuum, then what what's up with these two things? Because they challenge the Apollo missions completely, unless the moon is inside our own atmosphere. Well, like that video of the um, the uh, return vessel taking off from the moon, the one that, yeah. that looks like star, it's like Star yeah, Wars level, like yeah, like nineteen seventies special yeah. effects. So that that would be totally impossible if there's no atmosphere on the moon, right? The uh, the smoke or whatever coming out of the well, it sparks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
It's like a, it's a, it's an explosion. Mm-hmm. Like, like launch, a rocket launch. Yeah, right, right. Which, it, I mean, it looks fake as fuck anyway. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but yeah, like, but if it were. But if it were real, the impossibility of combustion in a vacuum, that just, that puts it to bed. Yeah. I think in the in the next fifteen to twenty years, if we if we if we're not going to the moon or Mars, you could probably put a whole lot more credits in like to the fact that maybe we ne- never really went to the moon. Now that we actually absolutely do have the technology <coughs> to get there, and we still haven't, gone we still back. haven't gone. Right. <laughs> it was um to what two or three years ago, they made this announcement and it didn't really get any traction that uh, they discovered that the moon actually is in our atmosphere. They just like put out an article about it, and um, you know, flat earthers, you know, jumped onto it, yeah. and nobody else really had anything to say about it. But it's like I don't know if they like, I don't know if they expanded what our atmosphere supposedly reached, like the the length or the reach of it, or if they said the moon. I don't know. I don't know. Like there's another stratosphere layer, and it just happens to be way bigger. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's there's um. The the math with uh, the heliocentric model it's it seems to keep changing as far as how far away the sun is and how large everything is and they it's it's like a um it's like they're uh, almost uh, we we figured it out but um, we uh, we just need to adjust our math a little bit more yeah. so it's like they keep cooking the books yeah. with uh, the the um, actual physics mm-hmm. and the the math that's involved. Where like, there's I, I like seeing the there. I'm not on TikTok, but the little TikToks of like people filming stuff flying into the moon and out of yeah, the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like all the time. Or like the other morning, I'm looking and there's the moon. And I turn to the left and there's the sun. Right. I'm like motherfucker. Well, the, and, well, some <laughs> some sometimes it makes sense, right? Because if it's like if it's a full moon during the day and you see like where it's lined up for like a better term with the sun where it's like well I mean that makes sense like of course I can see the full moon because the sun's out but there'll be sometimes where it's like why am I seeing like a three quarter moon when the, yeah when the sun's in the sky yeah I brought that up to a co-worker um, I, I think I've talked about him on the show before he's, he's an old guy and um, for a construction worker like fairly open in conversation like he's the one guy in the whole company that I know who will actually have weirdo the weirdo conversations that I like to have right he's like 73 and we'll talk about religion and you know government psyops and all kind of crazy he listens to coast to coast yeah. so a lot of good stuff. oh the, yeah that's the art bell yeah yeah was well, George, George Nori now but, okay um, rest in peace brother like I pick him up in the mornings and he's listening to coast to coast when he gets in the truck and he's like so here's the news in the UFO world today, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> and, and, yeah, and let's go there. Come on, we, we get, <laughs> we get, we get, the crazy around again. And uh, we have little debates and stuff, and, and he's a boomer, so he's like totally behind the moon landing, and he absolutely believes in space aliens, and right. you know, yeah. oh, they're they're out there, you know. With the government admitted that there's aliens, and I'm like, well, no, they didn't admit there's aliens. They admitted that there's UFOs, and we don't exactly know what they are. Blah blah blah. blah. Anyway, we got into, we got onto the moon topic the other day, and I was explaining to him that I not only do I not believe we went to the moon, I don't think the moon is properly described at all. And I said, um, how is it that you can see? the moon and the sun in the sky at the same time 
And he said, well, you only see it when it's a full moon. Like it was such a matter of fact, you know, and I'm like, no, dude, you, <laughs> yeah. no, you see, yeah. you see all phases of the moon, yeah. like in the sky yeah. uh, while the sun's out. He's like, Hmm, I've never noticed it. And then now every time, you know, especially since the time changed, the, yeah. the moon has started coming, you know, mm-hmm. coming up on the way home. I'm like, Right there, buddy. Right yeah. there, it's half moon, quarter yeah. moon, you know, crescent moon. It's like, hmm, I wonder why that is. And uh, he's a hardcore, like, uh, Presbyterian. And so you can use scripture to, like, like I, I pointed out the other day, I was like, look right in the Bible. It says a light for uh, a greater light to rule the day and a lesser light to rule the night, mm-hmm. you know, for signs and seasons and stuff. And he's like, he somehow he's got it in, in his mind that I don't believe the moon exists. Or something like that, like that it's fake. That's that's so odd because like a, last year I had a, gone on a, a, a few dates with this girl and the we were at this uh, at this park and uh, at this like gazebo. Man, bonkers are going bonkers. This guy's can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> But she had, um, like, the moon was out during the daytime as well, and I had, um, I'd, like, point it out to her, I'm like, I'm like, yo, isn't this, like, crazy or whatnot? And she's like, so, you don't think the moon's real? Yeah. Bitch, I just said it's out. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you dodged a bullet there, Cole. <laughs> Jesus. And it's so funny to be, just be walking through your nor- your everyday normal life and be like, hey, there's something that we can all see that absolutely destroys our entire scientific yeah. paradigm in one observation. Yeah. Oh, that's not that's fake. Well, it's like you go, uh, like you talked about uh, a few months ago, where you saw that weird UFO or whatever, mm-hmm. and like you kind of push it out, push the experience out of your head. Yeah, so yeah. you don't even like. Want to think about it because it breaks everything. Yeah, it breaks your like it does. It doesn't then. compute. Yeah, because well, it's it's not supposed to happen. Yeah, right. Like it's that shit. That's not real. It's like if you saw a guy walk through a wall. It's like, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do with that information? You know? Just, yeah. yeah. I guess I'll just pay, keep paying taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah I, was, I was changing the oil in my truck last weekend, and nobody's at home. I live in the middle of the woods. No one's no one's out there. And I'm sitting on top of a motor, like pouring in oil, and I hear somebody say, "Hey!" And I, I keep like pouring oil in, like I'm not looking up, not getting them satisfaction. Skinwalker. And then like, yeah. I was like, "Well, maybe fuck it is somebody." Yeah. Now there's there's nothing. There's no one. There's not a deer over there. Skinwalker. <laughs> uh, I don't see an owl. I don't see a hawk. I don't see anything. But somebody fucking said, "Hey." Yeah. You know, I know what birds sound like. I know what birds I got out there. Nothing, you know, there's a, there, is it the barn owl lives down here or whatever? And it, it sounds like a woman kind of screaming a little bit. Mm. Screech um, owl. Yeah. I, I, it may be barn owl. I just call yeah. it screech owl. Yeah. But I've, I've heard that. I've heard, I know what a deer blowing sounds like. You know. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <The> sloppy toppy. <laughs> 69, dudes! <laughs> we made it. Welcome back to a new episode of New Southern Heretics. Yeah. Talking about deer toppy. Yeah. Well, when the deer mate, you know, the when the, the doe gives them head, 
they want him to be so nasty, he's got to go wipe his ass after. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> she's got she's got pellets running down her chest. Oh, no, no, God. But, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm just out there on a Saturday, somebody's hollering hay at me, and there's mm-hmm. nothing and no one there. That's fucking creepy. <laughs> I know what I heard. <laughs> it's neat that, like, all through American Indian, like, folklore and, and you know, passed down scripture, whatever, like, there's always there's always been a skinwalker of some type. Yeah. It, it, I, I would, yeah, wait, right? Fucking cat. Dude, do you want to come in? Come in. A holler like you've been abandoned, cheapers. I th- I think that there's some of the creepier things like to consider like in the because like they're it's like something out of The Witcher, right? Like it's like a person, but it, it's yeah. not a yeah. person, mm-hmm. yeah. Like at all. There's this um uh, TikTok that came out last year of this dude like <laughs> doing like throat singing or whatnot in the woods. He he can whistle while he does it. I oh shit! Like that's that's fucking talent, man. Our our buddy Phil could do. It. He can like whistle and hum. Phil that was here on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh really? He can do like that. Like, like laser beam. Like the Jim Carrey oh. tractor beam noise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't do that. No, no. I, all, you, whist- all you have to do is whistle and hum at the same time. Yeah, I can't. My whistles are tough, man. Mm. I didn't learn how to whistle till I was like nineteen. I'm jealous of the people that can do the two finger, mm-hmm. like the mega loud whistle. Man, I wish I could do that. Yeah, that's about as good as I can get. But he um, he starts doing that, like the and whistling. <laughs> <laughs> but this, uh, yeah, if you wouldn't mind, Judd. Thanks, dude. Here, we just. He's not having it today, man. Uh, will you hand me that, uh, He's been that a problem child. This is a good. Like uh, a deer walks up. Yeah. Like while he's doing it, and is like just sort of like staring at him, like like who are you, right? <laughs> and uh, all the comments say, "That's a skinwalker. I know it." <laughs> no. Behind the deer, behind thin trees, yeah. this humanoid thing pops out and looks, and mm-hmm. then behind another tree that's thin. Second one pops out and looks. Yeah, but man, this Uncle the Ted too. Say what? This internet, this internet, and TikTok is full of accounts like that's their whole spiel. Yeah, yeah, this, here, right? yeah, yeah, right. This particular, I, I follow a lot of the the, the ghost uh, paranormal, yeah. uh, like cap found footage or captured footage on um, YouTube. But this particular guy, I forget what his username is, but he, uh, his TikToks are just about like. The throat singing and yeah. whatnot, and he, <laughs> you, you've been practicing, haven't you? Just like the in, the, in the bathroom. <laughs> no, I can't do it. Like it's, like, you just can't do it. You know, you know, like if you go to sit down behind a drum kit and you discover you don't have rhythm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I just can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's like me with. <laughs> well, no. no. I can do that all the fucking day, but you ask me to whistle while I'm doing it. It's something like they activate they activate activate like some vestigial vocal cords or something like that, and then when you activate both of them, it um, the whistle is actually a, a a resonance between the two 
sounds. Mm. Something like that. I'll have to find. I'll have to find the uh, sort of like the sweet spot in my th- to get that mm. in my throat, Ooh. and I can I can make two different tones come out. Oh, that's cool. Um, but it, uh, it it'll kind of do the same way if I'm like if I'm like screaming yeah. like something. But like if you do it too long, you you just rip your yeah. throat to shreds. It's like some yeah. of the some of those metal bands that their vocalists can do oh, that. Man. That pig squeal. It'll be a low uh, register and a high register scream at the same time. That shit's wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, um, I forget who it is. Maybe it's um, Architects, but it's a guy who, he has like kind of like a, the Chester Bennington kind of voice where it's like yeah. melodic, but yeah. behind it as yeah. well, you know? I listened to some Linkin Park not too long ago, and like they're they're incredibly like popular, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they're great men. I still think he was he is un, he was underappreciated as a vocalist, even as as popular as they got. Yeah, he could actually sing. Yeah, yeah. and scream. Like, yeah, his yeah. scream was yeah, fantastic, yeah. dude. Uh, yeah, they had some good stuff. Yeah, even a lot of a lot of bands that uh, just because like I've I've always like sort of like. Everything. Well, I mean, bands that like can can do something <laughs> short and concise and do something long-winded as well. <coughs> but a lot of bands that do mostly just just basic sort of like pop formula songs, and I I know that can be thrown around as like a derogatory term for some rock bands being compared to pop, but it's it's verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, right? Green Day does that. I fucking love Green Day. I think they're, I think they're a fantastic pop punk band, but. Lincoln Lincoln Park packs so much into like the these little like two and a half to like mm. three and a half minute songs mm. and like with all the different textures. Yeah. And Yeah, they were able to blend all you know, that time period with the new metal and all that, but they were able to blend all the, the, the DJ aspects in with the metal and with the metal sound, I guess. Mm-hmm. To a point. And then the singing and the screaming part without being like kill switch engage like yeah, yeah. type well and without being like like overly cheesy like a lot of rap metal yeah. can be you know yeah and like uh, Wayne Static R.I.P. like he had I think Static X had some fun stuff but it would kind of veer off where I don't want to call it cheesy but it wasn't as fun to listen to mm. I guess the I'd say that like Static X the Wisconsin Death Trip has a lot in common with Hybrid Theory from uh, Lincoln Park, Besides, vocalists not included. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah, totally like, different. Well, yeah, Wayne Stack does not yeah. sing like yeah. either vocalist from Lincoln Park. But yeah, man, as far as like, I always liked like metal and uh, you know alternative bands that would bring in different genres into their music. You know, especially like electronic or hip hop elements. Like, yeah. I've got a band for you. Fucking the John Candy. Writing it down. It's the John fucking Candy. insane. Writing it down. I'll have to look it up later. Uh, imagine taking a band that I've told it says in the group. You take like mid two thousands metalcore, mix it with a little bit of gent, and then through the whole entire fucking thing, you're sampling in like. Uh, like the the, they, the new song they have it samples uh, I think uh, movie quotes from Terminator 
and then it has the the, the ending uh, bridge and chorus has uh, Mr. Brightside playing over blast beats. Keep what going. Keep going. It is, it, it, it's <laughs> like fun. The whole I, I, I listened to the whole fucking discography going to Savannah last week. And like, <laughs> it's all like that. It's all pop culture references sampled in with like music, like you know, two thousands music over this like the gent guitars and vocals and shit. It's 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 ear candy constantly. Yeah, yeah. I want to look inside that guy's brain. It's like the old uh, cartoons, like. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's like pulling levers yeah. and strings yeah. and pulleys. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Cartoon World. <laughs> <laughs> I would say check it out because it's it's it, I, I've I've been impressed with it. I realized uh, yesterday I've been listening to this one uh, Mogwai. I don't know if y'all know those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that song "Hunted by a Freak." I've been listening to it for twenty years now, and I, I was like, oh man. That's been a long time. But they've had some other stuff come through that I really, I really like. But that that song has stayed good to me this whole time. I don't know too much about Margaret. I've listened to them a few times. Uh, but they and uh, there's another band uh, kind of reminds me of them. I think their name's Tortoise. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, it's a uh, stuff I've heard from them. It's like it's like kind of like a ambient like. Like sto- stoner droney, like yeah. kind of yeah. And sometimes it'll be heavy, sometimes it'll be yeah. not so heavy. And yeah, there's another good one off their newest album, I think, which was maybe 2020, called "Fuck Off Money," and it was still <laughs> same uh, ambient goals, um, yeah. ambient droney. But they uh, they you know a lot of new stuff is like you turn it on and the volume of the song is at max the whole time, and they do a good job of playing with the volume. And as as like the last bridge or whatever starts to swell, they crank up the volume so it like buries you into the song more, and then they you know start sliding it off. Yeah, it's still dynamic. Pretty fun, uh, production wise, too. I guess. Well, a lot of a lot of uh, that with uh, uh, how loud stuff is is uh, goes back to a thing called the loudness wars. Yeah, and the loudness wars was about this idea of after a mix is done. Pretty much when you get to the mastering level, you just compress the shit out of everything. So you no longer have peaks and valleys. Mm. It's like everything is FM radio ready. Yeah. Which I mean, to, you know, to, to each their own, but like you can you can tell like uh some uh, good examples of Californication, the album by Red Hot Chili Peppers. There if you bring in the uh, the wave files into like a, a DAW, a D, mm-hmm. uh, digital audio workstation, you can see that it's just like like a thick line throughout the whole thing. And uh-huh. then if there's a break, yeah. everything will it'll, it'll go to nothing. And then yeah. music kicks back on. And it'll mm-hmm. be yeah. huge. Versus if you look at um, some of the old grunge recordings or like like some of the tools earlier yeah. stuff, you'll see like there's, there's yeah. times where it's like really quiet. And it's because whenever you do that you would turn your music up because it's not loud enough to hear the quiet parts yeah and then it then gets boom. yeah yeah gets loud as shit so it it started becoming this thing to what it's kind of like when i think it's all just superficial dick measuring stuff but it's like when nerds on the internet will argue about like good tone or like analog and digital yeah, or yeah. like you know yeah 
you know, oh no, like this, <laughs> you guys don't understand, like this guy's guitar playing isn't anything. If you want to listen to somebody who's really good, listen to this. It's like, oh my God, dude, I fucking hate musicians. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, like, what's his name? Joe Bonamassa? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. He's like a, like some, uh, no. some white blues player. Yeah. But like, like he, he can shred. He like can for play sure, guitar. He's really good at it, but it is not anything I want to it's, listen to. Most people who are really good at guitar, I yeah. can't stand yeah. listening oh, to it. I was I was gonna say I was gonna bring this up uh, earlier. We we're gonna talk about um, Static X and Linkin Park. I like because I'm a guitarist. I love guitar-driven music, but I like it when it's not just about listen to me play the fucking guitar yeah like some, like yeah I could give a fuck about listening to Inway yeah. Malmsteen you know what I mean <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> <animals really good. laughs> we need an Inway Malmsteen mm. uh, just mention, cons- mention yeah, like the that's gotta be the fourth time <laughs> the first album like, that's animal, Animals as Leaders is like that like, the first album was really good because it was it was new and then everything past that's been like oh you're just fucking mashing shit together yeah, the For no um, reason. I, I listened to whatever their um their most recent album was. I, I listened to three, maybe it was just two, but songs like from it. Yeah. And I was just like, bro, there's no, there's no like nothing capturing about this. Like yeah. it, it's just technically like cool, but like it's just there's nothing to it. Like yeah, it, it sounds like a a bunch of other stuff that exists already, where it's just like. Like listen to how genty and mathy yeah. and precise all this stuff is, which is like, yeah, it's cool. You've you've been doing that for ten years now. You know, a little bit, a little yeah. bit of time now, fellas. Like, I like um, I like a lot of that stuff. I think uh, I think like a band like uh, they get a lot of shit, but Polyphia, like, yeah, where it's just like you know, Polyphia or Polyphia, Polyphia, Polyphia. I'm not. I know what you're talking about. So it's both. Yeah, yeah. They had a they did a song with Steve Vai yeah. even oh yeah Steve Vai he seems like a really cool guy and I, I don't mean that facetiously yeah, like yeah. he's like a yeah. really cool guy <laughs> yeah. but no he was at um, John Travolta in Greece <laughs> he was he was at something at like some event and somebody like recognized him and. Um, he did a, a video for this guy for his kids. He was yeah. just like, "It's like, oh my my kids, uh, you know, play guitar. They're really big fans of yours." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, that's cool. Do you would you like to do a video for him? I can send yeah. a video message." Yeah. And he he sends them like this two or three minute long like like, "Hey, your dad's told me all this great stuff about you. I think you should keep pursuing it and yeah. like, keep you know oh, going man. after it. Never stop. Always like keep that's going super at duper. it." Yeah, and I was like, yeah. "Damn, man! I like I kind of I kind of like Steve Vai." Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's Ver- great. Versus, I've seen other like dudes. I think Malmsteen's one where it's just like <laughs> five. Yeah, ego the whole time. It's like just them on stage, just like fat, letting their gut <laughs> hang out, and just like like Whoa, look at me shred. A couple of guys I've seen sit down and play. Like not like yeah. shredders like that, but yeah. like what the fuck, bro? Why are you? Are you BB yeah. fucking king? Yeah, Get your fat uh, ass up. Unless you have diabetes. Yeah, like, yeah. Unless you're big diabetes blues man. <laughs> no excuse. Like uh, I, I did a show in Jersey once, and there's like like my uh, my band, my friend Taco's band, and this other band. And in each one of our bands, we we've got we've got fat guy representation. Like there's two of us and mine, 
Taco's a fat guy, and then this other band, and this fucking other band, this feckless tard just sits down. The whole show, he's like playing, like hitting his pedals while sitting down and oh, yeah. like nodding along. I'm like, I'm like, bro, you you want people to like take your music seriously and like for you to do that, you have to have a very you'd be very good at what you do, and so is the rest of the band. Like you're there to hear the music, you're not there to watch them perform or be into it. That's that's what you that, but <laughs> if you do probably yeah. wasn't that. No, no. This isn't like two fucking flamenco players sitting yeah, with acoustics right, right. on stage. <laughs> right. You know, this this is like a metal and punk show. You know, oh, I want to see some action. I want to see some like guitars being swung around the body, like you throw it in the air. You know, get yeah, into it. Yeah, especially you're playing energetic music. The other three people in the band are like moving around, and he's just like sitting down, like mm-hmm. doing blues traveler. Oh yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Hook and Run Around are the best songs ever. Easily the best songs from the 90s. And I will not debate this with anybody. <laughs> so, don't even try to convince me otherwise. Wasn't was it Hook like um, like a fuck you to the person listening to it? Yeah, it was a fuck you to the, um, the uh, record. It doesn't matter what I say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. As long as I sing with inflection. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's like, I, I didn't really... Me being the idiot I am, because I really listen to the lyrics and listen to like, the vibe and the music. Right. I actually read the lyrics like four weeks ago. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was the Matrix. I was making my own lyrics, lyrics up. <laughs> no, no. John Popper's a good lyricist, man. Those two songs were some of my first introductions like into music that wasn't like you know classic rock radio. Yeah. That's... I could hear oldies radio when I was with my grandparents, and I could hear classic rock radio when I was around my parents. And which I mean, I like. Like I mean, you know, Sam Sam Cooke. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't like Sam Cooke. Dude, dude makes some awesome music, you know. But um, Blues Traveler, they. Uh, I started watching MTV around uh, eleven, and I think ninety-five. That's when four that Blues Traveler mm-hmm. album came out. And I think it was '94. No, yeah, I think that album came out in '94. Maybe oh, you, you found it in '94. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Is that yeah. when Boys and Men's second album came out as well? Two. Yeah, I think that came out in '94. <laughs> yeah. I never, I never had that one. I, I, I thought it would uh, make me too soft. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I was more of a Casey and JoJo guy. Oh yeah. So. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, n- I never bought any. Uh, any R&B albums, if uh, unless it was like a female singer. I had the Whoop There thought, It Is cassette tape. Yeah, what? <laughs> the Whoop There It Is cassette tape. And Space Jam. Hell yeah. I think it was my first one. Hell yeah. R. R. Kelly, one, was, uh, one of my first ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a real banger. The Lion King soundtrack. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Man. That's still to the, at the very end of the movie, they bring back the first song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when it hits that Oh, yeah. At the very end, I get chills every yeah. time I listen to that. Like when the screen cuts black or whatever? Mm, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's the yeah. circle of life. Yeah. Drives us all. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Oh, oh, man. 
Man, we took a long jump from Neil deGrasse Tyson all the way to here, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lion King, man. Like, Have you ever listened to this podcast? It never stays consistent. I try, I try never to listen to him ever after. I, that'd be a fun uh, uh, name, a username would be like Neil Supergrass Tyson. Speaking oh, man. <laughs> the fucking like stoner band name. <laughs> a bu- me and a buddy of mine. It never happened, but we always talked about starting a band called Martin Luther King Jr. Bacon Cheeseburger. <laughs> I think I think I've actually remarked on this show before that one of the best band names I've ever heard was Dr. Martin Luther King uh, Jr. Bacon Cheeseburger. Yeah, it was me and uh, our buddy Will mm-hmm. that we were going to do that. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. Were you in a... Uh, uh, Miller Low Life. Yeah, it was a two piece. Yeah, it was me and Will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was another. Uh, <laughs> that's, another good one. <laughs> that's honestly to this day my favorite band that I've ever been in. We've got a, a demo on Bandcamp. It's like it's just on a shitty four track. It's like, yeah. Uh, oh hell yeah. Fast core, like super fast punk rock. I fucking love that shit. You know what sounds good and sounds like to me captures like the fun of a four track and just playing with your friends or whatever is uh, the Mac DeMarco demo tapes because I think every album he releases he releases a demo tape album version of what as a, of it as well before he sends it off to get mastered and stuff and it's got it's got that same kind of. Just playing at your house field. Yeah, the lo-fi. If you're in, yeah, if you're into Mac DeMarco or whatever. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's kind of some, some. He's one of those indie darlings that will mm. pick up speed sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a few years ago, he's got some. He's got some good. White girls love him. I think so. Like hipsters. Yeah. Um, but he's got some fun stuff. He'll go far. <laughs> well, he's on like his. Uh, I think he's on his fifth album now. Um, He's got some. He's got some good stuff. I've read about him. Never heard of. Him. I never because I'm. I'm always on my downtime, like hobby, like working on music. So like I never, never listen to music anymore. If I do, I'll try to just listen to like classical, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, Pierre Gint. I, uh, you know, that's where I'm. And uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, in the Hall of the Mountain King comes from mm-hmm. as well as the. You know the the good morning music that la 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 la. I know it's it's beautiful. Yeah, you're welcome. It's like a walrus singing over there. it's uh. There, a lot of times, you know, because I'm, I'm, you know, my my corporate horror gig, like I'm I'm crunching numbers, so a lot of times I can't listen to um, to music that'll distract me, mm-hmm. you know. So, it, depending on my mood, sometimes that'll be like I need something familiar that I can just it's background noise exactly, or sometimes it'll be I need something that I don't know. The girl from Ipanema on a four-hour loop. Yeah. Oh my god. Down at the math factory. <laughs> a road trip where all you yep. have is a cassette yep. of the single cotton eye joke. <laughs> Dillinger. The other side of the tape is the scat man. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, does radio work? Antenna's broke. 
I got. Do you, do you have Do you have any other tapes? Just I got Day Rude Sandstorm. <laughs> <laughs> You come out of that trip of change, man. <coughs> My uh, buddy uh, Alec uh, had uh, told me the he the first time he went on a uh, road trip with our friend Taco was uh, to Florida from Jersey to go see the Mars Volta. Oh, I think it was to go see the Mars Volta. Maybe not. But all they had in the car was a Mars Volta CD. Oh, no. It's just the louse for the comatory. Oh, no. It's like a two-day drive. It's 18 hours. Yeah. So. I'd been at a Cracker Barrel on the books on tape rack. <laughs> yeah. There's a Walmart or Target on the way somewhere. You got to stop and got something. <laughs> you pull up to the show and you're like, man, fuck this band. <laughs> yeah. I may be mistaken on like going to see them. No, I think, I think I just misspoke on that. But yeah, he said he had never uh, he had never heard of it before, so it was like great for him because it was like something new and mm-hmm. like that's all you listen to. It's like you got to learn like these songs like pretty well. But for Taco, it was just like an absolute nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lamar's Volta, but like I can't listen to it anymore because it's it's too fucking frantic. I. I still can. It, you know. Their new album is I, a lot more, uh, I won't say laid back, but it's a lot more of a mature group. They're not pushing boundaries anymore like how lot, they were. A lot more accessible. Yeah. And it's, to me, it's still good. And you can tell it's still them. Like, they're, it's, they're not making radio rock, but it's it's accessible, I guess. It's, mm-hmm. I really like Frantic rock and roll like just that's all over the place and does weird shit and oh who's who's that um that band you showed me it was i remarked it was like blood brothers it was like uh the locust the locust yeah yeah that's that one, shit that's was one of my favorite bands and um a mutual friend of ours showed me mars volta i had never heard them i, I think i had heard of them and um he we just listened to this same album all night you remember what it was? I don't remember what it was called. If I heard it, I maybe I could tell you, but I was in a certain altered state mm-hmm. that made me really, really enjoy that album. Yeah. And then I I didn't listen to them again for months and months and months, and then I, I pulled it up one day. I was like, man, I want yeah. to listen to this again. I was just like, I fucking hate this. Yeah. I, I, do, I can't stand it. <laughs> so it just, uh, I don't know if it was uh, what I was doing that night or if it, or I just like, Listened to it for eight hours straight, killed it for me, but yeah. it, just, it just didn't do it the same. Well, like uh, Battery Acid by Queens of the Stone Age has kind of a like rough the whole time, and then it has a little. Yeah. Yeah. like. Those bass blown out funny YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. I always think of the one, um, it's a Michael Jackson song. It's yeah. like. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you hear like a car alarm going yeah. off. <laughs> I like the, the flute recorder from My Heart Will Go On. Yeah, but oh it's, God, all, yeah. it's all distorted yeah. and off key. I've been, I've been like laying in bed, like about to go to sleep, just like scrolling through Instagram, yeah. and, that, and that shit will pop up. Yeah. And I have my headphones like on at the lowest volume. Yeah. And 
I was like, oh, fuck! <laughs> There's one edit of uh, Batman Returns or whatever when uh, Catgirl, it's the Christopher Nolan stuff, so it's not Batman Returns, whatever. Cat, the Catwoman jumps onto the the Batcopter while Bane's you know, walking, holding his little vest on yeah. the roof, and uh, the Batcopter flies off. And it's like, oh my goodness! <laughs> it's just like bass boosted techno coming out of the background. <laughs> 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 Drum and bass. <laughs> you seen the one where it's? I don't know if it's. Uh, a, a cut that was deliberately made for humor, but it's it's a scene where Bane is like uh, got the guy out in the football field. He's about yeah. to execute him for everybody, yeah. and he challenges the guy to like an MC competition. But he snaps <laughs> his neck and then starts rapping, <laughs> so he's the better MC. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, the um, the Locust, man, they've got this one song. It's called A-O-T-K-P-T-A. And it's it's almost incoherent from like, you know, like if you're listening to a just a, a normal rock song, you can kind of tell where it's going. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, chord change coming here, you know. Like the intro to the song is just, it's like, it's, it's just like it's all over the fucking place I love I love that shit man some of uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards <laughs> yeah. music will be like that yeah. like I like tasteful noodling like poly- yeah. polyphia will, or polyphia yeah. well the music has like there's a point to what they're doing it goes with part of a lot like a lot larger song mm-hmm. <laughs> going back to like Animals Leaders like none of, none of that stuff it's just like they, they took a technical part here plugged into this technical part here and that's the song it doesn't even have any flow <laughs> well I've um I've, not need you off off topic no 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 no, no. I've, I've I've talked about this before um that you know a lot of stuff with with creatives when they'll do stuff that for the most part will only impress nerds you know what I mean mm-hmm. like the they're playing in the back of the room pretty much well the, the, see like the audience doesn't give a shit what your intentions are they don't give a shit what you struggled yeah. to make something yeah. They only care about the finished result. Now, nerds will sit there and they'll fucking debate like things like tone and like you know shit that like ha- is s- completely subjective. Yeah. All right. But like this, yeah. When I listen to something, I I don't really give a shit. Like 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 oh, and did did you know that like this this song is actually about the. Uh, the struggling uh, uh, Congolese uh, in the mines. <laughs> Did you know I, I, that? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Man. Piece Man. of shit. <laughs> Jerk. You know, it's okay to be educated about some things, you know, that are going on in the world. And, you know, this this guy, he's not even from here, right? He's from a different planet. <laughs> it's, the same from, it's the scene from American Psycho at the dinner table. In the restaurant, any scene from like America's. Or he's talking about uh, yeah. Huey Lewis in yeah. the news. Well, not that one where they're talk, they're trying to like outdo each other on how much they know about like what problems are in different parts of the world while they eat like this five hundred dollar mm-hmm. meal that comes served on a, a piece of slate, right? You know, and it's a Dorsia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Dorsia. Yeah, it's like I don't give a shit, man. That's a great like, one. Like I, I, I care much like how uh, you phrased it as I. The the vibe that's going on, 
the 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 rhythm you know what what is what is capturing me everything else i'll worry about like lyrical depth and all that i can get into that later a lot of times, if it's something that I'm not gonna like, because of its poor lyricism, it, it, it's usually something I'll get right off the off the bat, you know. Where it's yeah. like, this is fucking stupid, yeah. you know. Like five finger death punch. <laughs> <laughs> I've never listened I, to them. I, I still have not ever heard them that I know of. I, never, I know. I know. They did about, a cover of Bad Company, and it was horrible. Yeah, I've Which heard. I don't like that song anyway. I, I have heard that. Yeah. The, I, the Bad Company song up. Call Bad Company. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Bad <laughs> Company. <laughs> yes. Oh, you've heard of it. Do you know Five Finger Death Punch did a song of it? You know, uh, Breaking Management, you, we all know Breaking Management, but you remember how bad their Your lyrics really were? Like, it's very in rhyme, yada, da, 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 yada, da, da, da. So, sometimes they could be, sometimes they could. They had some good songs, but like. I, I learned uh, what polyamorous was from Breaking yeah. Benjamin. I think I was like 18 or 17. I was like, what is polyamorous? <laughs> Their 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 uh, five finger death punch lyrics are even worse than that. You have fun over there? <sighs> no, I was just I was just struggling for a second, but should be good to go. Sixty nine, dudes. Okay, we're good now. We made it. Welcome back to a new episode of New Southern Heretics. <laughs> Today we're talking about five finger death punch and bare back the blue. Did you guys see the? Fucking speaking of five finger death punch. Just see bareback the blue. You haven't heard about it? This new movement? Is this about the, cop orgies that are going on oh, in Tennessee? Oh, Jesus. Cops the swingers are running the town, apparently. Polyamorous. <laughs> the tail of wagging the dog. Good God. Allegedly, she told all her coworkers that she was an open marriage. From what I read, not. from what I read in this news report, that was, um, I think the town is Laverne, Tennessee, but That's that there there were there were multiple wives that were involved. It wasn't she was just the cop wife. Well, she's the front man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what we found out about. Yeah, she's the master. Like Epstein's Island. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like I mean they. They fired four other officers, but it's like, like well, you let all these dudes fuck you? You're married. Yeah. I mean, did it happen at the police station? Like, why would they be fired? It was it was off and on duty. Um, there was also uh, allegedly uh, drinking involved. I imagine there's probably uh, some other illicit substances involved. Did a motorcycle just go through your backyard? Yeah. <laughs> I think that was just the echo. Stunt track. Maybe. I mean. Yeah, but, um, they're in the uh, evidence evidence locker. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm getting at. It's like, yeah. well, if your guys are have that, they they were like having these like orgies at like resorts as well. I think at the station, like the, she was fucking people as well. I mean, it's it's good use of tax money, you know. And a way for the community to trust hey, the whatever police. keeps them off the street, arresting low-level drug offenders. Yeah. Apparently, it's it's a it's a train of dicks. Jesus. Yeah. Her poor fucking husband. If he's not a part, I yeah. would imagine he's probably a part of it. I would hope so. But if not, you see see the picture of him where it's just like it's just a broken man standing there, just like this is my wife. 
Man, there's yeah, she's got the thousand dick stare. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, she's got. She's like, my life is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's one of those news stories I learned about through memes. I was yeah. like, what is this? Yeah. I was like, slow news day, I guess. Like, like there, it was the Apparently one Apparently not in Laverne, Tennessee. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the big news. <laughs> Fucking cramp. Oh, God. Oh, it's the groin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my groin. Not the groin. <laughs> oh, my groin. Oh. Yeah, so... Uh, that one in the yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which way I, kept, I, I kept seeing the one where where she's on the couch oh, yeah. and there's like the, the oh, five dudes yeah. on the couch. Yeah. Jesus. Oh. Yeah. Everybody's having fun but me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a man he couldn't sit in the corner with a cigar and a bourbon. <laughs> he may have been. It's like you see the lineup of the male cops. I'm like, come on, I can't get laid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a scene from Black. Yeah. Those aren't the droids you're looking yeah, for. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, Erstwhile, man. I saw this um, thing, and um, somebody was on the streets of D.C., and they've got they've got the dog cops out, like the robot cops. Mm, yeah, like the, I saw that too. The boss oh, the, dynamics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like those things. Man, I'm never I'm not, like that was probably that was probably real. But every time I see a demonstration of those Boston Dynamics robots, like where they're doing backflips and like yeah. carrying boxes and shit, yeah. it looks like CGI to me. Like I don't, I just, I just I don't know. My the radar in my in the back of my mind goes off like this looks fake. You know, because there because there are fake videos of those robots right. doing yeah. like doing like. Uh, like doing maneuvers with hand, handguns and shit, you know. Yeah. Do you think it's like uh, something like in the Uncanny Valley? With are you talking? You're talking about like that, the like, human-looking yeah, robots. Well, some of the ones with the dog ones too. Just okay. just the way they step. Yeah. The huh. un, the Uncanny Valley alarm in my yeah. mind goes off when I see some of that stuff, which I'm I'm sure like a lot of it is real, but uh, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't sit right with me when I see it. And it could just be like my. Um, Matrix brain going yeah. like the machines. Yeah, you know. yeah. Well, it's something that's like I don't, I don't know about all that, and uh, a lot of the AI stuff, and it's just like, why, why are we doing this? And then the guy that that put an exoskeleton around the snake the other week to give it legs. What? Yeah. Seriously? Why yeah. not? What? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look up that like snake. It's like, hey, you know this thing that is our primordial enemy? Yeah. Let's give it more abilities to. Yeah. To, to destroy us, snake with legs. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean to search for a lizard? <laughs> snake with exoskeletal. Exoskeletal. Junction at the railroad delay. <laughs> Yeah, I saw a thing the There he is. No. That's him. <laughs> no. <laughs> the first first result. Madman invents robot suit that lets Snake walk with legs. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That's gonna alter the the course of history. If they adapt to that. Oh gee. They retrofitted a long flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> Long. <laughs> Standard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Out of 
gonna say small myself. <laughs> there you go, what dude. The... No. There goes that boy. <laughs> that snake's mind is fucking blown right now. <laughs> no, that, this is like gonna alter the DNA of snakes to get used to this, and they're what gonna start adapting. Okay, that's a. That's a uh, yeah, that's a toy around his neck. I don't understand people who want to own fucking big snakes like that. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. Definitely a red flag in the dating scene uh, when oh, with yeah. snakes. I don't, I don't know why, but yeah. it's... Uh, yeah. I won't go there. What about ferrets? Is that a... You won't, you won't ferrets are bonkers? Cute, though. I mean, okay. you have to admit. I've never messed with them. Well, they're, they're, they're super cute, but uh, apparently they, like, smell really bad. Okay. Go ahead, Good boy. And I don't think you can potty train them. Okay. So, thank you, sir. So there you go. I'm up. I'm well. But they, yeah, they're furry snakes with okay. legs. So, all right. Still kind of creepy. I wonder how fast it'll go though. Like, like this, this thing is moving like Komodo dragon. Well, I wonder, is it like speed? Is it right? like is this dude just controlling with a remote? Yeah, or is I wonder he, if it's just battery powered, like servo motors, and you put a snake in there. Well, it's like you were saying with the AI and the Boston Dynamics robots. It's like they, they. They blow up like what we can do with AI. You know, yeah. they're they're exaggerating yeah. what we can do with robotics and AI. They're not going to have RoboCops going door to door. You know what I mean? Like, they, it's not just, yet. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they ever will be. I think you know, they'll, be on tank, they'll be on Maybe tank. They'll be on If they're smart, if they're smart, because you know Elon Musk is uh, all about this uh, Neuralink thing, right? Mm-hmm. So you you go to Laverne, Tennessee. It's a small town, right? <laughs> And you offer a program with the local police department be like, hey, we know you got rid of your polyamorous police squad here recently. Polyamorous police squad. They're taking dicks and no... This is the the dicks, but not your shit. Polyamorous police squad. This is the real Paw Patrol. (laughs) Doing it doggy style. <laughs> Real pop. Because like the, uh, or yeah, you know, they could just put the chips in them, right, and be like, right. anytime that they try to fuck while they're on the clock, they get a little shock, right? <laughs> but what do you do if that like turns into like a kink for them? <laughs> <laughs> well, undoubtedly it will, you know. Do uh, do y'all remember that Dallas shooter a few years ago, and they wrote in the bomb, uh. Disarming robot that's a, like a little tank tread, you know, looks like a little the quote the Mars rover, <laughs> and drove it in beside the guy that was hunkered down. And I think they like uh, had some C four or something. They planted on the bot and exploded. Oh, up. Why about San Francisco legalizing killing people with dro- like robot drones? Yeah, I think that's the same. Right, I think that's the same deal. Did they repeal that? I no, 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 they, they passed it. They like, passed it. Yes, in San Francisco, they can kill you with a robot. Like the police can? Yes. Oh. Well, see, I think that's the same deal. What they, what they did? Yeah. They just drove a little thing over there and went pew. Right, right. Like yeah, like we uh, need to make this legal for like an embedded school shooter or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Then, then all the all the pussy cops who are right. too afraid to go in can just pull out their. their That'll never iPad. happen. <laughs> cops are brave. Well, all are those you, years you, larping, you know, <laughs> and training, and finally. Finally, your day has come. <laughs> You're getting all this Mossad training and like fucking fully automated machine yeah. guns and shit. God, yeah, got twenty thousand dollars worth of fucking is, gear on you. Is what? this a critique of the hero Uvalde Police Department? <laughs> no, no. What a fucking hard job to do. Like an essential job for society to function, and 
and you get judged by the worst of it. Yeah. Well, that's not an easy job, right? Yeah. Like it's it's not supposed to be, but Man. I I I think we're we're kind of far gone from the days of like the idyllic view of what a police officer is in America. Walking his beat. Yeah, like Andy Griffith. Yeah. I and I I think it'll it'll sway back the other way, which is not good because then it'll be like, you know, all we need. Uh, a hard crackdown on you know on crime and it's like well who are the criminals yeah whoever you decide the criminals are Mm -hmm. you know whoever the algorithm algorithm determines the criminals are yeah yeah the the precogs whatever they come up with like we gotta we gotta gotta throw in uh these potential terrorists and uh drug offenders we need to get all of our uh our pedophile pals out of the prisons and make room for these guys Mm. yeah you know, there's a shocking. Uh, this was in the uh, 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 the Telegram in UK. Uh, bit of news that since uh, the police department started oh, yeah. analyzing the statistical data of like crime records on gender identity, there's been an alarming increase of female pedophiles mm. oh. in the UK. Keyword identity. Yeah, they don't they don't do it by biological sex anymore. That's yeah. that's bigoted. That's so weird. Did you guys know the Miss Universe this year was a trans woman? That's that's brave and stunning. I love the Antichrist. Yeah. Well Bruce Jenner won woman of the year. Yeah. yeah. Or uh okay. in less than a year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't dead name on this fucking yeah. show. Well, great now great, no, no. Uh, Edit that out. 69, dudes! We made it. Welcome back to a new episode of New Southern Heretics. <laughs> Crying and sobbing. We made it. We're, we're very proud of our trans sister who won woman Miss America 2022, whatever her name is. Yeah, I didn't see that. I just saw. The, you didn't see it? No. Oh God! I, I can't saw that. I just saw the the Miss America. Sixty nine, dudes. We made it. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> a brand new episode, new with Southern Heretics. Five seconds into the episode, I have to pee. <laughs> Very proud to never critique anyone of their gender identity. I just saw because, of course, they're a hero by default and should win all of our acclaim and admiration and praise <coughs> just based on identitarianism. The uh, the Miss America entry, uh, she came in with the, the costume thing with the stars oh and the moon. God, and, like, I don't know how much it weighed or, like, how off balance it was, but it looked like she, she was, was struggling. She was having a bad day. It was so bad. Even the Ukrainian one was like, okay, she's... <laughs> Stop yeah. the fucking propaganda, yeah, yeah, she, God. She looked like the, uh, what's, what's that statue in Russia called? There's a giant the statue. The one that is or is no more. Yeah, is, I think it's still there. The, not, yeah, not the one they toppled. The, the, the Valkyrie. It's, yeah, uh, the, that, the spirit. that one is, yeah. is like the, With the, wing the and dab the, pose. But. This, she's got a sword because it's, it's similar in size to the Statue of Liberty. I can't remember what his name. But all the costumes—I mean, the costumes are neat. Those people did a good job. The, the people wearing them obviously had nothing to do with it, but 
uh, any of that stuff's cool. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I did think that girl was about to fall down. Oh, she was struggling. And like, she was like, pop a knee. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like that old, uh, I forgot what it was. Uh, it was like some old award show or something where Destiny's Child was like performing. They're walking out. And one of, uh, maybe it was Kelly Rowland, maybe not, but one of the three of them fell, and the other two <gasps> just look at her and just, just kept left her. Yeah, they just kept walking, like, like bitch, get up. Yeah. <laughs> Strut me. Oh. You think in like, uh, I think we're at the midway point on this like trans stuff. Like, it's, it's still relatively new. To like culture in the West altogether, right? Mm. Like, you know, it was fine when you're an adult. You're just, it was whatever, you're an adult. You're not harming anybody but yourself. But now, like, we're getting this, like, trans kid, hormone blocking, breast removal, blow darts. Do you think you're going to see, like, a turn in the next 10 years of, like, these, these trans, like, teenage kids are, like, hitting their. <laughs> early 20s and realizing like oh my brain was not developed when all this happens and now like I don't feel this way anymore I, I think, think that's that, happening already yeah I, I, mean, I think you're trying to see some of it yeah. now like it's gonna be like worse yeah I, I think in 10 years time what we're experiencing now is gonna be completely different like to whatever's gonna happen in the long run I think that and like like again I don't give a I don't give a fuck what an adult does like yeah like, oh, I, I personally don't um, I don't subscribe to gender ideology I, I just don't I I have my uh, own beliefs as uh, kooky and wacky as they are but they're, they're, they're my beliefs but like I, I understand like why people will believe like whatever their perspectives yeah. are yeah I, I don't care and then I think there's also people that have body dysmorphia and like that's not something I would ever want to have to go through but I think that as far as the push for this idea of like trans kids, I think a lot of it is ideological based on the parents. I think a lot of them want to be a part of something. Basically, losers. They've never done anything in their life. I, I think it's I think it's folks that are capitalizing sometimes yeah. figuratively and sometimes literally off of gender ideology and living it vicariously through their kids. And I I think that. That stuff is not going to go away. I, th I think that there is a certain sect of uh, the, I guess what you would call the LGBT ideology that is radical T ideology. Yeah. You know, they're just, that's, and that is where a lot of gender ideology comes from. Some of the, uh, um, fuck, what's his name? Uh, m uh, money. And some of the uh, keys, some of the really twisted, like, scientists, if you want to call them that, that they base uh, gender ideology off of, I, I, I personally think is wicked. And I think that it is just science that was put in place for abusers to legitimize themselves. But I, I don't think that that's everybody in the, tr in the trans community, like, at all. I don't think that's everybody that is pro-LGBT, but I think just like there's pedophile priests in Christianity, I think there's wicked, evil people within that church 
and that ideology as well. I think in the long run what's going to happen is a country will need to be established with that as the chief ideology. Or a state, if they can't get there first. It's California. It's already there. <laughs> Somewhat. There, there's some bit, you know, they've been trying to secede parts and pieces of California for decades now, but they have one now they're trying to make, they're going to call it New California, but it's essentially California except not San Francisco and not Los Angeles. And it's like, okay, so what What are those two places then? Yeah. Well, that's California. They're saying that's California, those two cities. I mean, they really are. Like, California's, you know, they're too big. Yeah, L.A., San Francisco, Sacramento, and then San Diego. Those are their big cities. But much outside those big cities, there's literally, there's nothing. Like you get out like Bakersfield, it's nothing but farms and people. Yeah, farmland. Like, farmland. But even Sacramento and San Diego, you don't see the same, like, uh, hardcore yeah, progressiveness yeah, yeah. coming yeah. out, even though they're comparable size and population. Yeah, like uh, San Diego is a very red town mm-hmm. because of all the military is there. Uh, and Sacramento is up in that you know middle north part of uh, California that's like all farmland and mm-hmm. mountains and shit. So I think the trans thing, <clears throat> like I think, like you said, we're still in the beginning stages of it being um, more widespread, more like. Yeah, more accept more accepted but by people. I, I think that that mixed with some of the medical technology the last couple of years of the mRNA alteration plus some of the stuff that <clears throat> Elon Musk is pushing with the Neuralink uh, I think that it's that we have like uh, small seeds coming from different parts of thought that are slowly going to intertwine into a more general transhuman Mm-hmm. Uh, movement, so it's not just about gender ideology, or um, or just medical stuff, or just uh, brain implants and stuff. It's gonna it's gonna be like a total like um, not just body mod, but actual like transcension of the human species, and that might be a hundred or two hundred years down the road. Yeah, but with, with the go- with the goal to eventually remove death from the equation, mm-hmm. to have your consciousness just be transferred from one host to another. And how, how much I, I agree with well, that perspective, though, mm-hmm. as far as like that that is sort of the end goal is to. It, it's kind of Frankenstein in a way because like you know playing God mm-hmm. to a certain degree, but which we. We've always sort of done that, anyways. I mean, you know, we the internet is a place that we can't physically exist in and here at the same time. We can just interact with it, right? So I think that's a, a good allegory, if that's the right word, or illusion for how God would interact with our reality mm-hmm. and our world. You know, God can't exist in it because God is outside mm-hmm. of. Uh, time, space, and, and matter itself. You have to literally incarnate into the digital space. Mm-hmm. Technochrist. Right. So that is a goal that's of the, yeah, transhumanism you, is to exist within this space mm-hmm. rather than this space. Mm-hmm. Well, with the CRISPR gene editing now, that they surely have a better hold on than they would uh, let anyone think they do, especially once they started cloning the sheep back in 1996, 99, you know, 
So they've got a lot. Dolly, of... Dolly gave birth in '97 or '98, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think those are all pieces that are eventually going to be put together to create the perfect human, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, whatever you want that to look like or be. Um, whether you want to live a long life, whether you want to be super smart, you know. Uh, or immortal. Yeah. <coughs> All this does is further support my unfounded claim that the presidents are cloned and <laughs> the Biden bots are real. I don't understand what the big deal is about, about a theory. About the Biden bots. <laughs> about a theory that even if they're not clones, why wouldn't they have doubles? Right. Well, they themselves? do have doubles. And that... To me, to me, it's like, yeah, they should have doubles. They they should have doubles. They absolutely and do. And when you call that out, it's like, why would they have doubles? That's that's like, yeah, at the very minimum, they should have doubles. Right. Yeah, you ever like, heard of John F. Kennedy? That was probably like, oh shit, <laughs> we drove the president around in a car without a roof on it. Somebody shot him in the head. Whoops. And we didn't have a body double. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Hang on. Let me, no, no, no. Hang on, real quick. Let me make a note of this. I'll forget this. Next president. Make masks. <laughs> Body double. Do we have a clone department? Yeah. No. Yeah. Funding for clone. Operation Pisces. <laughs> Gemini. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> oh, crap, oh, <yeah>, wrong. <laughs> fuck, fuck. <laughs> Shit. Hang on. No, I got this. <laughs> 69, dudes. Welcome back to another episode of New Southern Heretics. Do you know what the symbol for the Gemini zodiac sign is? Sixty-nine, dudes! Yeah. We made it. <laughs> <laughs> what type of hentai porn do you think Paddington Bear would watch? Start, start it over. Sixty-nine, <laughs> dudes! <laughs> we made it. Welcome back to a new episode of New Southern Heretics. Just sat down. Just getting started here. You guys, I need to go take a shower. <laughs> Oh, bother. Oh, that shit, that's Winnie the Pooh. Fuck. <laughs> Mulligan. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll edit that out. I don't know all the Paddington Bear quips. You are woefully unprepared for this podcast. <laughs> Do my cartoon bear research. <laughs> Does Ziggy fall under that category? What is Ziggy? He's a a head with legs? And a nose? Like... (laughs) Start it over! (laughs) Does your family come from Jewtown? What? (laughs) Jewtown. It's on the coast of Georgia. No! We're from Ohio! (laughs) (laughs) Pull the cord. Sixty-nine, dudes! <laughs> Welcome back to a new episode of New Southern Heretics. Yeah. Ah! 
God, see? See? Who's racist now? Cat? Are you saying that because he's black? Yes! <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think it's total... They've, they've, um... Have, like, an innumerable amount of, like, videos of folks just, like, phone recording the, the news off their TV of, like, a close-up of catching some yeah. talking head, and it's like, that's somebody wearing a mask. Yeah, somebody or, wearing it, a mask. It, if not, then they've got some sort of lizard gill type thing yeah. on, like, their necks. Or some incredibly poor lighting. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, Dr. Fauci's Adam's apple is... You know, six inches wide across his, the yeah. front of his neck and just casts a really wide shadow when yeah. he speaks. It's like, or maybe that, that that dude's not a reptilian. Maybe he's just wearing a mask. I mean, St. Fauci. I haven't seen one debunker, Snopes, or fact checker, or anything, anybody address the fact that uh, Joe Biden's earlobes either used to connect or now connect when they used they're opposite of what they used to be. I don't know which it, yeah. which it is now and which it was, but... Sometimes his ears identify as connected. Other times they're dangly-danglies. <laughs> I mean, you can see, you can do side-by-side pictures. And I know I've brought this up many times on the show, but you put pictures just from 15 years ago side-by-side. Side. You know, I know people get older and they, you know, they change a I little say, bit. Ted, but... The man's like near death. I mean, 15 years ago he was not near death. Well, yeah, but his earlobes <laughs> yeah. were... Yeah, they like, go from dangling to... He had a facelift, though. He definitely got a facelift, and that's the only reasonable excellent, you know. Yeah, you, that's know the else, you know who else would get a facelift? Kamala Harris. Oh, yeah, but somebody who was going under plastic surgery to uh, time, time, Im imitate, time person <laughs> imitate of the, year. Pre the Are president. Are we doing like a face-off here? Thing? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Just time person of the year. It's not that far-fetched. There's, You know who else got facelifts? That's right, time person of the year. <laughs> Zelensky is a pretty cool guy. <laughs> Get lost in his blue eyes. <laughs> you know, blue lives may not matter, but blue and yellow ones do. Yeah, you're right. I'd like I, to take this I moment to acknowledge how brave they are. You know, Hitler got a facelift too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they would ever vote? Some, no, they would never vote somebody despicable as him to be time. Not the media. No, that's preposterous. Not when their bread's being buttered or some certain kind of way. There's somebody had um, posted. Um, it was like a meme, like a six panel or something of just newspaper clippings from the Atlantic, like going back to like World War One, <sighs> of just yeah. them yeah. just like pushing like the flames of just sort of like. Like, hey, you guys should, like, hate these people. Mm. Hey, you guys should hate these people. Hey, you guys should hate these people. I Me mean, on the work, on the way to work with nothing else to do, like, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> on the train. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's what they do now. Yeah, like, they, yeah. they just give permission to, like, who to hate. These like, people are a threat to our democracy. Yeah, the Clear Channel, mm. Clear Channel puts out the memo, and if you hear something enough times, it becomes... True. I mean, nobody's immune to propaganda. You guys hear about these people? They're a threat to our democracy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I can't believe they even allow them to speak. That shocks me. 
Somebody should do something. Uploading. Did you guys see Ellen this week? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder why that guy uh, killed himself. Who? The guy that worked for Ellen. The the DJ guy. I didn't hear about this. I didn't know he committed suicide. I thought he he had a TikTok like dancing channel with his wife or some shit, and they had like three kids, and he rented a hotel mile down the road and blew his brains out. Mm. I didn't realize he worked for Ellen. Yeah, that's why. She seems like a despicable fucking person. She yeah. is. Like, she seems a big, That's why her show is getting canceled, because it came out like she treats her staff like garbage. Is it not canceled already? Not canceled. She's, she's ending it. I should say canceled. Oh. She's, uh, like, 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 this is the last season or whatever. Oh, no. Gosh. Man, do you, do you ever, like, watch daytime television? I know. Like my dad's <laughs> sick, so like he just—it's on. He's looking at Facebook. Yeah, and it is like—it is rough. It is rough. I have like, caught like um, it's bad. I have caught like bad. the view. Yeah, the a view couple times like at, at work, like going into a gas station that serves lunch or something. They'll yeah. have a view on the TV. And it's yeah. just like what? It's just pure dribble. It's, it's poison. There's like one called the talk. It's the same thing as the view, except there's some male. Guys in the cast, and they're they're my they're, they're that fucking water has more intelligence than they do, <laughs> and it's like and the, the actors you've seen them in movies and shit like it's just like it's so like who the fuck is watching this shit like it's oh, so million, awful. millions of people no apparently. I don't I don't think so because no. when they got into it about Joe Rogan needs somebody needs to do something about him you know this that and the other yeah. they heard how many views he was getting per they, episode yeah, they didn't believe him. and they it blew their mind. <laughs> They're like, no, there's no, no what? Joe Rogan has episodes that got more views than the entirety of CNN's ratings for a month. I believe that. Wait, there's this whole thing about, like, um, the majority of CNN's counted views come from airport yeah. lobbies. Yeah. Because they have 30 TVs, yeah. and they're all playing CNN, and, and apparently each one of those TVs counts as a viewer. But that contract ended. Right, left. and that's why like and the viewership yeah. tanked. The tight, and then yeah. coupled it with how like they made their money on Trump. Oh yeah, Trump paid, he's not in there. Like, so what are they going to talk about now? Yeah, well, it's, they started their own streaming service, and they shut failed. it down a week later. Yeah, yeah. There is there's some video. I forget who it was, but I think she was uh, running for like Congress or something, someplace out west, and. The CNN reporter sort of stopped her as she was walking into her her rally yeah. and whatnot, and just point blank was like, "Like you work for CNN, you push propaganda consistently to the American people and lie to them, and you don't apologize for yeah. it. So I'm not going to answer any of your questions. I'm going to talk to the real news. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. And walked off. I was like, God damn. Yeah. And yeah. like the thing was Montana's it, governor. Or some shit like that. I don't, I don't know, but she went in like a fucking yeah. boss, though, man. And it was just like the reporter was just sort of standing yeah. there, like trying to you know talk over yeah. her. And she was just like, like no, like yeah. like calm, stoic, yeah. and just like no, like we're here to have a good time, essentially. Yeah. And you're like gonna bring me down, so no fake news. Yeah. But that I'll, it goes back to what I was talking about earlier with how Rogan filled that vacuum. I I I think that. Things like the view and whatnot, it's still get like people will still watch on like YouTube and stuff. Like these, uh, it's like SNL. No one watches SNL. Like you watch the clips on YouTube the next day. 
Yeah, who the fuck? Why? Who's going to sit down on Saturday night and watch SNL? Yeah, at eleven o'clock. Yeah, like uh, you're not. You're that. What are you doing with your life? That's what you're doing on a Saturday night. No, I'm trying to get pound well, some box on Saturday night. I'm, I'm trying to trying bed to, eleven o'clock on Saturday yeah, night. To, to be fair, I was in bed by eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, cashed out at eight thirty the other night. Yeah, fuck it. Oh hell yeah, live hard. <laughs> Man, if I don't get to sleep, I'm 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 worthless the next day. I I have to. Sp- Face it out because, like, if I go to bed too early, I'll just sleep for like three hours, yeah, and then, like, that's all I needed. And then my body will be like awake at like you know, yeah, midnight or one o'clock, be like, ready to go. (laughs) God, not much you can do with that. uh, I can't really log in for work at 1 a.m. without arousing arousing some questions. (laughs) I've gotten to where if I, like, say, wake up early. You know, used to, 10 years ago, I just roll and go back to bed. Like, say, alarm goes off at 7, I don't feel like doing shit today. Go back to sleep, I can't do it now. Like, I, I have to get up. It depends. If it's the weekend, oh, no, I'll sleep in. I'll I can't, sleep, I can't sleep in anymore. I'll sleep in. Yeah, I, I hate it. I screwed up yesterday. I got up at 4 yeah. with no alarm clock. Just yeah. like, what the fuck? I don't have to, I don't yeah. have to work today. And I get up, you know, smoke a cigarette, yeah. you know, get some, get some water, lay back down. The next thing I know, it's fucking eleven o'clock. Yeah, that. Yeah. And then, and then half my day's gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I should have just stayed up. Which the problem I have? Let's say I wake up at five. Or let's say I wake up at six. Right, my alarm goes off at seven thirty. The way I feel like it works with me, if I go back to sleep, I'll feel like shit all day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if I wake up, if I try and get up, I'm fine. But like if I wake up at four to go take a piss and go back to sleep. I get. I guess I go through another sleep cycle. Mm. I think that's what it is. Yeah, that's got to be what it is because I feel. I feel normally just shitty when I wake up. Yeah, I hate waking if, up. If yeah. you notice, usually when you have your most intense dreams, is when you wake up and then go back to sleep. Mm. Yeah. For some reason, that 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 short period of wake, going back to sleep, puts you straight into another REM cycle. Yeah, which is when you have your most vivid dreams. And I, I get the same way. I, you wake up from a, like a weird ass dream, and you're yeah. just like, "What the fuck?" Like it's yeah. like half in, half out, just fucks your whole day up. Mm. I started dreaming again for the first. I haven't dreamed in years. I started dreaming again for the first time, like about two or three weeks ago, and like to the point where I could like, like even like remember stuff. A lot, a lot of times when I would dream I just like nothing would stay mm-hmm. like at all there is there's one dream I had where I had a, a false awakening uh, probably like about a year ago and like and then I woke up from like that and I couldn't remember anything except I had a false awakening right yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like I'm like yeah but what was <coughs> I had this great epiphany like in the the a dream within a dream when I was like Gone and like, mm-hmm. I stayed up all night, like trying to like go back mm-hmm. and like get it, and I couldn't couldn't get it, couldn't get it. But I started um, I'll have motifs or running themes in my dreams sometimes, like lo- uh, locations and not like memories, right? Like I will have memory dreams where it's like oh I'm back in like my home where I grew up, yeah. but like. The motif is what I'm talking about. It's like it's like a place that doesn't exist. It's a it's a feeling. Like that's like in my dreams. Whenever I dream, I never see faces, and I never hear names. But I know that's who that person is. Right. And I dream about two weeks ago where like we're going leaving Lakeland, going out going across the river, and there was like this fucking sign, like a marquee sign, like an old driving sign, 
and it had an Asian dude's name on it, and like it was really blurry in my dream. I said, I, I said I should really focus on that, and it popped in, and it was some fucking Asian name. I don't remember it. So, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know. Sometimes stuff like that, if I become conscientious, not yeah. quite lucid, but like a dash of lucidity yeah. thrown in there. Sometimes something will happen where it'll scare me awake. Like I'll um like if you get to a mirror in a dream, try to look into the mirror. Never had a mirror dream. Never. Mm. I don't think I've ever had that either. I I <clears throat> did it one time because I had um somebody had like mentioned it to me or something. Maybe I saw it in a movie. There's a movie Waking Life. Mm-hmm. Alex Jones had a part in it. Um but um it talks a lot about dreams, but uh when I went to go look in the mirror, what came out of the mirror was like my face from one of my paintings mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. trying to like assemble itself, yeah. like glitchy and broken. And I was like, too much. Yeah. <laughs> what trips me out is too these, much. these AI image generators where you can type in a prompt and it'll give you a, an image. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you like get it to produce any kind of text, it's it's like jumbled and doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But yeah. that's how, that's how words look in my dreams. Like if yeah. I, if I'm reading yeah. a book in a dream, it's like, sometimes it's moving and sometimes, sometimes it's just like incomprehensible, just like squiggles and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I've, I've had dreams where I'll be reading out loud from a book or a piece of paper or something. And like, I'll get to where I run out of words, but I keep, keep reading, you know, like I'll keep speaking and then I'll realize that, Oh, I'm, I've gotten ahead of my of the words, and I'm actually making it up as I go along, mm. and then snap out of it, and I'm awake all of a sudden. What are some reoccurring dreams you have? <sighs> Find myself in places where people gather. Sometimes that'll be this hotel, right, and like the most elaborate and beautiful like hotel, you know, courtyards yeah. and like staircases. Sometimes it'll be a house. Um, sometimes it'll, um, I'll be in a house and I'll be walking around. Sometimes it's a house I know. Sometimes it's, it's not, but I'll get to a room and I'll open it and it'll be another house inside. Like almost like a, it's like a hidden door, right? That like, it can only be, can't be accessed in this plane of existence. It's all like the idea Long side tangent, but the idea of um, this being a, um, a simulation, mm-hmm. right? Like life being a simulation. Well, kind of flip it and be like, when you're asleep, it's a simulation into a different plane of existence. Mm-hmm. A plane that you may or may not get to go to, right? Um, so I, I think that kind of like what, you, what y'all had said, like you know, text, faces, I can't really focus on them too much, but I, yeah. I know that they're there. But sometimes I'll get to a situation where it's like a house and another house, and I'll know that there's something in here, and it wants me to come and find it, like, in this house. What do you reckon that is? Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of... There's two things about dreams. I think dreams are like your brain... Like trying to solve problems to itself, to, to, like stressors. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah totally. Or and sometimes I do believe that dreams there is some like prophetic or like 
yeah. meaning to them. And I don't like I, I I bounce back and forth between it being like your brain's bored, it's, it's just trying to cycle through trauma or whatever, or it's like there's something inside of you trying to. Mm-hmm. It's not the same thing we talked last, last time I was here, like how like I'll, you'll you'll think of something forever, and you can't figure out a problem, and like you stop one day, it's like like a lightning strike, like it right. comes to you, like it, it shocks you. So like there's got to be something in, inside of you that is doing all that. I, I like think down in your subconscious or something. Like, right. Maybe, I, I, think, I think I think it's a little bit of both. Right. Yeah. I think it's both and more. Like I think there's also like genetic memory in there too. Mm. You know, yeah. like um, okay, yeah, yeah. I've, I've had that happen on like psychedelic experiences, mm. like mm. where it took too much and mm. like I'll sort of mentally be detached and be in this six dimensional spot where it's like. I see myself, but through my ancestors' eyes. Right. You see a little coelacanth colt like climbing out of the water. Yeah. You're like, get the fuck back from there. Well, no, nothing to that degree. I've never seen a, a, a hat man like, <laughs> skinwalker yeah. pop out and chase me down. Or anything. definitely had deja vu instances going back to dreams from even like years ago. And like you know, how you smell something sometimes, and it'll take you back like mm-hmm. instantly to where mm-hmm. you were or whatever. Uh, same thing. It'll take me back. Cause sometimes I remember a dream, sometimes I can't, but it'll take me back. It's like I've I've seen this mm-hmm. before. I've been here before. Whatever it is, maybe I'm driving certain songs on, and I'm driving past a certain thing, and I could be on a road trip, could be in town, whatever. And it's just like I've I've done been this here before. before. Yeah. I've had dreams where I have deja vu within the dream, or I've, I've dreamed this before, yeah. and then. You know, obviously, I wake up and say, "Oh, yeah. I was just dreaming that I dreamed that before." But yeah. maybe I did dream it before. And like, you get confused of whether it was re- it was recurring or if that was just an experience in your mind. Yeah. But I've had a lot of like cataclysmic dreams. Like, um, I used to have one all the time. And it hasn't happened in a long time. But um, usually, I would be like in a hotel on the beach, and it would be like a giant tidal wave. And uh, it would like like higher than the building. Like I'd be yeah. like, standing on the balcony and just watch this giant wave come in. And sometimes I'd wake up right then, and sometimes I get thrown around by the water. And and I've had I've had other dreams. This one been recurring more recently. Usually I'm driving, but sometimes I'm just walking out in a field, and I'm just, all of a sudden there's like six tornadoes, like on like yeah. just everywhere you look, there's just tornadoes everywhere. And then I've had recurring. Like, I like shorthand. I would call them zombie dreams, even though they're not zombies. It's like uh, twenty eight days later. You're like running from something. Yeah, or like you or... Uh, like the road. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like mm. it's like this general sense that like society has collapsed and it's like you're in danger everywhere you go and like yeah, mm. a lot of running from something or. It's my favorite Lord <clears throat> of the Rings spinoff by yeah. far is the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, that was a screwed up. I didn't I, see the movie. I haven't seen it or read it, but I know the general. The books yeah. by Cormac McCarthy. McCarthy yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's uh, good. No Country for Old Men. Yeah, I got uh, a book. Uh, he wrote like, that too. I think so. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he wrote that. And, apparently, uh, uh, there's a book uh, called Blood Meridian. It's <laughs> like one of the best yeah. novels ever written, or some shit. Yeah, the, uh, it's the, in my Amazon book list. I'll never read it, but it's there. You, <laughs> should, you should read it. The road's not hard. It, you can make it through pretty fast, but it's just like a depressing read. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it's been in my Audible app for like. A year and I just haven't gotten yeah, to it is, yet. Yeah, it's just not because I hear it's pretty depressing. But yeah. the, um, the Last of Us pulls pretty heavily from that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Just the not the zombies and stuff. Just the general. Yeah, like, things are just getting worse all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Man, I had this um, popped in there. This it was probably like a decade ago, maybe maybe less. But there's this dream where I'm in this the transit system of the DMT realm, like the spirit realm, right? And I know I'm there. You know, some people will call it heaven. I I don't. It wasn't bliss heaven. This was. Like I said, it was like a transit system. Like the waiting room in Beetlejuice? No, there's just people like, like, hi, how you doing? Oh, like, yeah. like walking through and like, like when, inter- uh, interdimensional like, subway system. Like when Voldemort's dead and le- in the Harry Potter. Dude, it, it was, it was like, um, it was like uh, the the hidden train station and his little and like Harry, laying there and like Harry Potter, except not it didn't aesthetically look like it. I've never yeah. watched Harry Potter. Can you explain this in Marvel? So like, <laughs> wait, so like the Matrix, two, the Matrix Two. <laughs> yeah. It's like Iron Man Three. Yeah. Uh, so like the Matrix, and it was like the second one where he meets the Indian family, but like. I'm assuming more active than that. The Indian people. Yeah, yeah, like kind of. Yeah, yeah. So to, it's it's a it's a happy place wherever I'm at, right? right. right? But it's it it's not nothing alive is, is there. I understand that like the these are all souls that are moving. They they look like people. I mean, we've got clothes on and everything. But thank God, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, uh I'm walking uh, in direction of one way, and something catches my ear, and I look over, and it's this this person that is being like mauled and ripped apart by like these other uh, these like other like people and whatnot, and nobody's doing anything. And this kind of older woman comes up to me, and she puts her hand on my shoulder, and she goes, "Sweetie, if you don't want to." Pay attention to it. You don't have to look at it. And oh. I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> all right." That's and a, then I, she she kind of motioned like, "Like, come on, let's keep walking." This that's is a, a, that's a good allegory for life in general, right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is recurring, and this is just one that stands out. No, this was one that just like stands out that yeah. popped in there from us <laughs> yeah. talking about it. I had I had one last night. I I had another motorcycle. It was starting to rain, and I was. I needed to get back home, so whatever shop I was at, I was at Lowe's or something. I don't know why I was on a motorcycle at Lowe's. But I go, start to go down the street, going down a hill, and then all of a sudden it's a hairpin turn back the other way. So I start to put on the, the brakes and all that, and for some reason, the brake handles, I don't, mm-hmm. the brake knobs or whatever, levers, like completely break off of my hands. <laughs> And then it's just a full speed into trees at the bottom of the hill. And uh, not a fun dream. <laughs> Do you still have a motorcycle? No, I don't have one. That might be a good thing. But I, every, every, this the time of year. calls my name. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I can't listen to Pretty Noose by Soundgarden in a car. Because I had a dream in high school that I was driving and I got in a wreck. I was listening to Pretty Noose and... Damn, that sucks. That's a good Soundgarden song. I can listen to it at home. Yeah, but I can't <laughs> listen to it if I'm driving. I uh, I didn't. See, I don't want that one to come true. I didn't see Primus for many years because uh, the night before going to go see them, I had a dream we died in the car on the mm. way there, mm. and I was like, yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. It was with it was with Phil and Justin and. I think somebody else. But I was just like, "Yeah, I, I, I don't want to go, man. I'm sorry, but like, I 
I don't. Like, yeah. Hang on. <laughs> I know a girl and um, I've heard a lot of people say this you know like uh, in interviews or on TV and it's like one of those things is like yeah maybe maybe not but she swears that she had a dream about 9-11 the day before it happened or like Mm -hmm. like the night of you know Mm -hmm. or the night before or whatever and she swears up and down she says she woke up in tears just like the worst dream she had ever had and then you know few hours go by she's at school and it's like it happened it's like oh fucking mind-boggling but uh you think she willed it into existence <laughs> yeah it's her fault but we're actually living in her mind it has nothing to do with the dancing israelis <laughs> at all that was yeah, the right right. yeah and then they had to open a dance school and, and get google to uh push that to the forefront of the search. we can't we can't talk about this <laughs> damn it 69 dudes <laughs> Welcome back to a new episode of New Southern Heretics Where we definitely will not be talking about the dancing Jews Jesus of, of 9-11 It's totally false As we all know it was just pissed off Muslims Hijacked planes there's nothing to it They're definitely Muslims though Hundred percent. So I was listening to a. Um, can, can we blame the Muslims yet? Is that... <laughs> no, they're yeah. they're cool again. Yeah, we're, we're under Russians now. They're they're cool again. All right, hang on. Sixty nine, dudes. A minute. Welcome back to a new episode of New Southern Heretics. We're just what are we doing? <laughs> we're just discussing. Starting the episode. We just, we just sat down. We're discussing how the Russians were involved with nine eleven. <laughs> and right. not the Muslims right. nor the dancing Jews of Israel. That's right. Well, that's why we it's probably armed. white people, if that's you ask me. That's why we armed the Mujahideen. There are MAGA Republicans. Yeah, the Chuds. <laughs> chuds with scuds. Incels. Incels did 9 11. Yeah. I was listening to a, um, a retelling of the D.B. Cooper story yeah. recently. Yeah. And the term skyjacking okay. was thrown about, and um, the image that came into my head was not what you would think. Yeah, my time. <laughs> yeah. I'm picturing a guy jumping on a plane jerking off. That's exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what popped into my head. <laughs> well, if he was Muslim, then he's got a little parachute open down there. <laughs> Which I believe Steve-O did, actually. So, Oh, he, no did ju- he did jump out of plane. Oh, so I want, he did his own skyjacking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I've heard his uh, live shows are real good. Uh, like something else. Like they are performative, like insane. He does stand up, right? Yeah. He does stand up, but I think he does a lot of stuff to his body that's pretty rough. Mm. And I think sometimes he plays videos of other stuff he's done. Yeah, like he'll do like a bucket list thing. Yeah. Yeah. And just some. Just rough, rough stuff to his body. What was he talking about doing? Uh, getting breast implants? What? <laughs> just to, just to have tits? Like, like for a day or like like maybe for like a year or something, and then have them removed? Oh my god! He was on a because uh, Stevo does. Stevo has a little podcast. I like his that, podcast. That's it's pretty quick and dirty. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not very fast, but he's doing his or he was. I don't know if he is anymore. He was he was touring on a bus because he after. The pandemic and stuff, 
getting on airplanes and all was just he hated it. Yeah. And or after the pandemic when he was able to take the mask off, he hated it because everybody's recognizing him again. He couldn't just travel. So anyways, he's on a bus and he he meets all these. Uh, meets all these people, talks to them. It's a pretty long form conversation. Uh, people just talking, which I enjoy. And he talks about his his comedy tour and what's going on with it. And some of it sounds pretty raunchy and like 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 you're gonna see a show if you ever get to see him. Oh, he had um did it. Kill Tony, I think he came out and mm-hmm. did like a five okay. five minute segment yeah. about uh, about his uh, his butt chug yeah. experience. It was entertaining stuff. You you wouldn't think like if you read it on paper like man talks about pouring <laughs> beer in his asshole. Yeah, it wouldn't be like oh that sounds really. You guys want to go see this? Yeah. It sounds it sounds. Like that sounds different. that sounds like a generic Kill Tony episode actually. <laughs> <laughs> I like Kill Tony. Sometimes though, it's uh, sometimes I'll have like guests on, and it's just like, what this? What's this person even doing? They're just right. sitting there, like not interacting, not saying anything. I think it's cool though, just because it, um, you know, it. Uh, I mean, you can bring a lot of exposure to a comic. Like, oh yeah, people really, yeah, people quickly. are getting famous from that show. But it's also like you will hear the worst comedy (laughs) ever sometimes. There was a guy on there a year or two ago. He was talking about he was this like um, like white Rasta dude. Like you you could tell just by listening to him. He's like this fest kid or whatever. Just like constantly stoned out of his mind. He was talking about how he had a pet snake that he tied to a chair with a rope. Like he put a leash on his pet snake so it wouldn't like roam about the house and it was just they, and they just tore into him about <laughs> how, how stupid he was would you give him legs or something <laughs> yeah he got upset that's the guy that was the show build a fucking exoskeleton for my snake <laughs> make fun of me will you look <laughs> <laughs> at that headline call him a madman <laughs> so appropriate Spin, Madman spits in face of God says he knows better. <laughs> Spider-Man supervillain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was an episode of Batman, the original animated series, where uh, Bruce Wayne was dreaming, and he found out he was dreaming because the books in his bookshelf. He went to open them up, and he couldn't read the jumbled words. Oh, uh, and that's how, that's when he found out something was something was up, mm. and he was going to get to the bottom of it, and he did. Man. And they sent the Mad Hatter back to Who did? The guy that did the voice for the animated series and... Uh, yeah. Kevin Conroy. Yeah, he died. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think yeah he, he passed away. The, the, this last... Uh, fuck. This next Batman... Is it Batman or Suicide Squad? It's uh, Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League. Yeah, that that's the last recording of any Batman stuff he's ever done. Yeah, mm-hmm. it might be his the last recording of his voice. Yeah. ever. Jesus, well, but uh, they played a lot in the AI archives to <laughs> yeah. use. They, yeah, they played uh, one of his. I don't know if it's his. If it, he has a cameo in the game or or anyway, they played a clip of him in the game at the um, the Game, game Awards, Awards. Yeah, recently. Mm-hmm. 
I think it was the same one where that that kid come out came out and he's like, yeah, that that, that was that thing was weird. That, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I want to think. He's this little. He's this kid. I think it's a character he's doing, but um, it's this young guy. Apparently, he's been on Infowars before, from what I heard. Yeah. But uh, he he like he's just in, he infiltrated the stage at the Game Awards. I think they were they Elden were Ring. they were Elden Ring yeah it was the Elden Ring. Ring. They were they were um, giving the award for Game of the Year. And he's just standing up there with the developers, you know, and uh, like Japanese yeah. guys just standing around. Yeah. And, yeah. and this kid, he's got like he's got to be like eighteen. I mean, he's really young. He just walks up to the mic. He's like, "I would like to thank my Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton." He's got this weird like pseudo Russian accent, but uh, he's got uh, uh, apparently he's got a really successful like TikTok channel or something. Mm. He's got all these clips. He's been on. His rabbi must have really pulled some strings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's he's going on all these podcasts, like just telling women to shut up and stuff. So it's pretty entertaining. That, seems seems to be a hot thing to do. Yeah, putting bitches in their place. Yeah, right, right. He's on the uh, the top G train. <laughs> Straight to a jail cell. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man, did you uh, see where? Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson had his uh, the the interview, Meltdown. yeah, with uh, the vaccine. No, stuff. you didn't see that. No. There's a, it, a guy does like long form part podcasts. Like uh, I know we I know we took a long tangent yeah. about Neil deGrasse Tyson, but uh, uh, there's a guy. I remember the guy's name. Like uh, he does like long form podcasts. Like uh, Wait, Hispanic dude. He's I don't think he's I think he's either Hispanic or he's like Turkish, Turkish or something. It's all the same. We're, I mean, we're, we're, we're just yeah, ra- we're, we're, we're racially stereotyping people here. No, it's not Lex Friedman. No, some I, I just started following him. It's it, the YouTube channel is Valuetainment. Oh, okay, it's, it's pretty big. <laughs> I'm an edutainer. <laughs> basically, mostly what this show is. I teach people through song and dance. Like the guy basically, what's it called? Info Valuetainment. Tar- hey, it's called <laughs> I think this show would be more classified as info infotardation. Mm, yeah, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, that's him. What's the guy's name? Bert David. Uh, Patrick Bet David. Yeah, Patrick Bet David. Well, he's definitely not Turkish. Um, <laughs> essentially, like Patrick makes the point <laughs> that the vaccine doesn't stop. What? Oh, we got. I'm sorry. My bad. All right, hang on. <laughs> Hello. 69, kids! Wait, wait, Welcome back to a new episode of New Southern Heretics. We just sat down, got started. We're here with uh, Biscuit, who's talking to us about the vaccine and Neil deGrasse Tyson. And <laughs> 100%, 100% his opinion, ladies and gentlemen and humans. So you were telling us about the science you had discovered this week, sir? <laughs> the science just got wild. <laughs> So Neil deGrasse Tyson did an interview with. Uh, so basically, like it, it's pretty much established by any body with like a, a brain the size of a fucking mouse, the vaccine does not stop transmission. Mm-hmm. Widely known, it's provable with just like looking at that with your own fucking eyes, and it's even the data shows it, it doesn't personal work. experience. Well, that doesn't yeah. make sense because from what they were saying at the time, it was safe and effective and would stop transmission, but then it would stop at ninety percent, and oh. then. 80, and then 70, 60. A winter of illness and death. Yeah. Severe illness. So the guy's like, you know, tells him that, and Neil just does this like big, you won't be able to see, he's like, oh, 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 oh. Like, like, he's, 
like she, she just she just keeps sucking it. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, 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 yeah. It, was, it was it was Phil's reaction to me and Coulter talking yeah. about the moon landing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was so funny. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> His defense, he did step in and was like, wait, I disagree with this. <laughs> I don't want to be associated with... This is a comedy podcast. I believe the moon is real. These guys don't think the moon's real. <laughs> but there's another pop. He, he went on a um, Bill Maher's show, and kind of the same thing happened. Well, Bear Maher was like, hey, look at all these countries. Like, I can't remember. I just watched it the other day. I can't remember the exact fucking conversation. But, like, Neil, like, well, you know, tries to lay all these scenarios. Join in, which, in which, like, he's, like, right. But Bill Maher's like, yeah, but, like, you're doing this based on, a, like, a hypotheticals. And we have proof that doing, like, keeping shit open has worked for other countries. Mm-hmm. And he, he just doesn't. Yeah. He just doesn't. Yeah, here's a little here's Bill, a snippet Bill of it. Yeah. I'm not from Bill Maher. This is from Valuetainment. Your own body. Your own body. If you want to get an abortion, get an abortion. If I want to get the vaccine, I get to choose. So you can't force... If, if I can't force you to get an abortion, you shouldn't be able to force because me to get it's it's it. it's not about you. It's about people you interact with. And that's the social contract of public we health. Don't, we don't even know if the vaccine worked or not at the time. Yes, that's what the trials are. Dude, that's why these trials... Are you missing data? But, but let me ask you a question. Are we saying only one type of scientists are right? No, we're saying that the system in place... The 16,000 that signed up... No, no, no. The, the system in place to test vaccines... Yeah. There's an entire system that's in place. That, that with review boards and all of this, the average, that's in place. Now you can say you can what you can say is, I I have a better idea than all these review boards and all these agencies and the CDC. I have a better idea. Here's what you should do, and that would have made everything better. Okay, you can put forth that idea, but what I'm saying is, in a case where you can contaminate someone else, it's not about you. It's about the. Collective. You're assuming health. You're assuming. You're assuming because somebody can take the vaccine, uh, won't get COVID. Which, by the way, I don't need to play the clips for you to see it. Where everybody said, "Hey, if you get it, you're not going to get. If you take the vaccine, you're not going to get it." Rachel Maddow, Joe Biden. I can give you Fauci. I can give you fit. And you've seen these clips before. It's not like you've never seen it before. Yeah, yeah. What happened? They what? were wrong. All right. So, so, um, the strain evolved. Mm. I'm good with people. I have people skills. <laughs> we live in a society. The, the, the system, the system in place is is the system is the, down. There's a system in place. There were, but there were no trials for this vaccine. This yeah, they admi- they admitted there wasn't before it yeah. hit market. They already admitted that, that it wasn't. No, yeah, that's Operation Warp Speed. We had to go by the speed of science. No. Warp Speed. Well, there. There's even been stuff uh, this week. The CDC was it uh, bivalent or bivalent, whatever that they bivalent, bivalent, up words. But they're thinking now that it has a um, a possible link to maybe strokes in uh, in people. Well, the FDA got on that on that quick, and it is uh, there's no connect. Whoa now! I don't need that fucking meat. It's a lot of acid. Do you want to take that much, Will? Here, let me. They're small. Let me get a tab. Take a visual. 
This, they're, out, they're outdoid, y'all. Like, there's not like acid. Muscle relaxers. Well, how many of these can you take? They're tiny. As many as you want. <laughs> <laughs> if I eat these six altoids and I start having a severe case of deja vu on the way home, I'm going to be yeah. really pissed. <laughs> Man, there's a lot more stained glass windows and geometry on these roads. <laughs> Yeah. DeMar Hamlin's fine. He's back. He's back with the Bills. He's he's healthy. I hope he's doing all right. Yeah. I mean that sucks for him for sure. Yeah. You know, and God knows that was he probably like aside from being scared after he's probably like embarrassed a little because like everybody's talking about yeah. him and yeah. saying all this stuff. But the thing that got me is like people started jumping immediately of like vaccine injury. Yeah. Well, I mean, and they started saying like how that was wrong to assume and then yet they all just started making their own assumptions that were like anything but vaccine injuries like oh well he he got hit in the certain spot in his breastplate that timed with his heartbeat at the certain time and it just one in 10 million chance and it just so happened it's like yeah okay but i mean there's certain local like you know communities that they're starting to screen athletes that have taken the jab to make sure they're healthy enough to play because but we don't even really know his vaccine status if he's had the vaccine at all everybody made, everybody hopped on that train and made that up so that's what that's why i thought it was so fucking gross like the dude's not even in the ic unit at the fucking hospital and you have these grifters like alex bernstein and all these people on twitter who made their made their name on all this like covid stuff immediately went to that the dude's not even on fucking yeah. like on the respirator it was like trying to be saved and they're already like starting to push their political agenda mm-hmm. it's like let the fucking dust settle like the thing that happened to him like the, like, the impact on his chest like that's a thing that can happen it's happened in like Little League you know, I know a guy <clears throat> like, I know a well he was a kid that died that way yeah just playing around at, <clears throat> playing around at school like just punching each other or whatever and this kid he got he got punched like in the sternum like mm-hmm. in between heartbeats saved exactly what you said it was like a one in a one in a million chance you just got the right amount of force to the chest he was like nine years old when it happened and he just immediately died yeah like the dude could add some congenital like I mean and you don't realize like people the, the people like oh no it can't be that impact things like you're like five foot seven 230 pounds and you're judging what, what two superhuman athletes do when they run into each other yeah like, well, the, had, the kinetic force yeah you have no fucking you know. clue the the, 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 the fucking Fastest kinetic force you've ever exerted is trying to get into a fucking Marvel movie. Like, <laughs> so like, just shut the fuck up. You know what you're talking about? That that annoyed me. Like, yeah. If it finds out like he has taken the vaccine, he had a heart attack. That's like okay. Then maybe there's no like. Maybe maybe this should still be a part of the. It the should be the part cultural, part of cultural discussion. Yes, exactly. Mm. But like, let that find out if that's going to be the case. Yeah. Now you probably want to put your tinfoil hat on and go like, you probably won't ever know. Because of all the fucking bullshit going around on around the vaccines. Mm. Well, they're safe and effective, and you should get your booster. I had a um a, a friend of mine who uh, works in healthcare who had after taking the jab. Uh, she's had a couple of kids, but after taking the jab, there was some sort of analysis, like a gene swab or something where came up that she has some sort of now 
a defective gene that can cause kids to have spina bifida. And she did not have it before. Yeah, but how did she know she didn't? Just to play devil's advocate, how did she know? How did, how did she she didn't have it before? Like, is she getting root, like, routine genetic testing? No, because there's something that comes up whenever you're pregnant that, like, it detects if, like, you, you've got one of these, like, red flags yeah. Yeah. or something. I, I don't know anything, but I'm an idiot when it comes to medicine and all that stuff. But that these problems did not arise until after she participated in the jab program and yeah, that she has went further to say that women that have um, that are trying to conceive and have like low folic acid that if they've also been jabbed as well that they're seeing a lot more complications to it people were already having complications with birth rates anyway like that was already low and problematic before the jab was here Right, I, I think a lot of this is just my opinion, and like I'm not disagreeing with you or her, but like I think a lot of people tend to try to view stuff like that as like pre and post jab. Like, if she was getting like genetic testing all the time before beforehand, and I, I don't know what kind of test. I'm yeah. saying I'm just using you know that term from, like, gene swap. Like I don't, I don't know what the fuck test it was, but whatever yeah. it was, it was something that would have also been detected when she was pregnant. Because she, she already had kids, you said. She's had, yeah, she's had a few right. kids. Because so like, you hear about people who are pregnant and they do, I don't know if every pregnant woman gets this test, but it's like, oh, well, you actually have predisposition for having Down syndrome children or, yeah. or whatever. So. Well, in a lot of Scandinavian countries, they abort them. Right. If, they're, mm-hmm. right. if they detect that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's, it's weird because, so like all these countries that it, like, just in the past year or two have had like a 40% increase in like uh, spontaneous abortions and stuff and it's like well what else do you have to correlate with other than this this worldwide like gene therapy basically that everybody just went through you know it's like I mean there is a provable thing that came out like one of the vaccine papers came out like the, the, the vaccine did cause miscarriages in the limited trials they did do mm-hmm. and it did mess with women's uh Periods mm-hmm. afterwards, yeah, because they might not go through one for a minute, or vice versa. Yeah. There, there is something some some scientist dude had like broken down with some of the stuff they had, the anomalies they had found in a couple of people. It's kind of like the white science man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, white white science man. You know. He has a, a non-American accent, so that yeah. makes him legitimate, you know. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't it came with non-medical <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Bar- Barbados College of Medicine. Yeah. Uh, but he was uh, he was talking about that some of the and, and this was like late 2020, early 2021. This was when like we we didn't know a, a fraction of what like we know now. <laughs> but he was talking about that some of the the outliers that they had found that were like people had had problems that what seems to happen is the adverse reactions would attack a certain system in the body instead that was not the intended target so sometimes it would be the reproductive system sometimes it would be the circulatory system or the heart or or whatever yeah yeah. well even to to that extent that there are some doctors that felt that COVID-19 was not a um like a pneumatic virus, it was a it was a blood virus. 
mm. because like the, the way it caused clotting and mm. damage like tissues yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> and that, that's the weird thing about COVID. And like, goddamn, it's twenty twenty three. We're still talking about it. I don't think we'll ever get over it. But like, it was weird how like it always affected people differently. Like, yeah, this respiratory virus, yeah. quote unquote, you know, was. But like, I could get it, and like, like when I got it. I had I had a fever for like two days and like I I was sore in my lower back and hips mm-hmm. right just like like we have a flu right you get achy my wife had it I mean she had like a full upper respiratory thing mm-hmm. my dad got it and you thought it killed him we didn't know he was sick for four days yeah like it's just weird and then then like there's people like in my family that like uh, my cousins um, that was IFC OFC 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 safety. Then like there's oh, vaccination. Oh, see, like my cousin's uh, <laughs> what? It's brown liquor. Is, is oh. yeah. <laughs> old fine Canadian. It's literally <laughs> the worst fucking shit. Bottom shelf rock grunt shit you do ever fucking drink. We we got we got shit faced off Tommy as a OFC a few times in high school. You, you had to do that shit with a purpose, not because you enjoyed it. <laughs> no, my dad used, my dad used to drink Lord Calvert, and that's not. Oh yeah, that's not fun either. Yeah. Nothing, old, el- nothing elegant about Lord Calvert uh, either. Yeah. Well, the thing about my dad is like old they, Thompson. Now that you talk about fucking gasoline, dude. They stopped making OFC, right? Oh, so, that, damn. So you think you would think? Oh man, he had a bad day. The day he found it's too out, based. <laughs> the day they found out they were going to stop, that OFC was stopping production. Cigarette taxes went up. Awful day for him. Oh man. <laughs> so like he went to OFC. Fuck. Like, why God? Why? <laughs> Trump tested on the beach. Ah! <laughs> you maniacs! <laughs> God damn you! <laughs> Out in the little cotton field. <laughs> <laughs> so he went to like even better whiskey, which is black velvet. <laughs> If it, if it comes in a plastic bottle, it's obviously high quality. It's shatterproof. They call those church bottles. Because <laughs> when you get out of the truck on church, it doesn't roll out and bust. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Black velvet. <laughs> one time, I got sick. I was like, you know, because you can't buy the fuck or anything. He doesn't give a shit about anything. Right. right. Yep. You know, and I was like, you know, if you, I can't even buy you like a nice bottle of whiskey or bourbon because like you wouldn't appreciate. It. He's like, nope. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> you should uh, look online for uh, unopened bottles. I found of a, a bottle of it. Like this is he's this is after he was sick and like, he quit drinking. He's like, yeah, I don't, uh, whatever, I don't care. The fun, the hilarious thing is because like he would ride around. When he got off work, he'd ride around the farm on the dirt roads and drink with his buddy. Um, even to this day, like I'll go down certain parts of the dirt road, I'll look out the woods, there'll be a fucking black little bottle off in there. About- <laughs> <laughs> was he a, was he a let down the side your window? Yeah, no, no, he was, he, he would, would he loop it over. No, he would just he side? would get out of the truck middle of the road, mix his drink over the uh, ice chest. If he was out, he just throw it out in the woods. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Thousands of years from now, they'll find that bottle. <sighs> what do you suppose humans use this relic for? Yeah. Perhaps for carrying jugs of water back yeah. from the river. To yeah. The house. <laughs> yeah. A tonic. A tonic. <laughs> mm. We may never know the mysteries of the past. Yeah, it's. Uh, 
I think with all the stuff though, to to Ted's point, it's like there doesn't seem to have been a bigger catalyst for change in more recent years than the jab program. And from looking at the the hit this fella took on the field, it doesn't seem like that was what happened. Like him getting hit in the in the sternum. Yeah, but if you watch like in slow mo, like he folds his chest in when he hits him. He does like that. He hits him hard. Right, right. Not to say it couldn't have triggered it, but I'm just saying that like I, I get you saying. I think the problem I have is like. It, I, I don't rule that out because obviously it's it's happening. But like the same week, there was a either a high school or a collegiate basketball player, like that was on the court and had a similar thing where they're just standing there, nobody's around them. They just like like whoa, wait a minute, and then just fall back. But the um, what's his name? Demar Demar Hamlin. Demar Hamlin. That like that that's the big story right now. But I don't think it's a good test case. Because like you said, he took a fucking hit. Right. He got you know, fucking yeah. wiped out. Like jumping, on, jumping on his vaccination status is, I think, is a natural response. But it's not a good test case. What I think is a good test case is all these European soccer players, because they all it was mandatory for all of them because they couldn't travel internationally without it. And we've had the like a similar amount of European soccer players in the past thirty years die on the field. Mm-hmm. As we have in the last two years, and that's the thing. You, is it like you know? Let's say this. We'll go back to like tomorrow. He probably he he's probably vaccinated. He's probably not getting boosted. So like, how far out? Because that for one, I've always read is like your your chance for a bad outcome is usually in the weeks after having right. But like, if he's been three years from having his, his shot, like I, th- I think it. I think it just depends from. What in that in that doc um, died suddenly? What the uh, some of the morticians and embalmers had yeah. talked about that a lot of this stuff isn't that they're finding that they have these clots. They're they're not really detectable unless you do like it's like some sort of test and it's not detectable. It's like, so, like, like, like micro clots. Yeah, and it, well, it's like even post mortem unless you're embalming the body. Like to clear the circulatory system, they they don't catch it. But these things they find are, um, I mean, they're clots, but they they don't look like man made clots. It looks like that something has just sort of congealed and gone wrong. Yeah. And I think that uh, so, something else I'd say I don't know if it was and died suddenly. Uh, I haven't watched it um, in a few weeks, but it had been um like a, a statistic where I said like. One out of like three people that got the jab essentially got it how it was supposed to be delivered yeah. in, a, in a cool temperature uh, and, yeah. and properly, and that the other two thirds were just just either not administered or were they had yeah. placebos mixed in there yeah. as well. So the arguments say that like if the jab is like was properly administered, like the should be bad outcomes or like it would be more bad outcome according to <laughs> according to this person that was talking about the the uh, delivery system getting screwed up with the temperature yeah. the climate control that in his opinion we would have we would see more bad outcomes if they had received it properly uh, okay, well, gotcha. remember at the very beginning it was like the rollout's going to be spotty because it has to be at x amount of temperature it can't be in a regular mm-hmm. reefer truck it's got to be dry ice 
storage. We need a reefer in truck these, around here. Yeah, and these and these special. Cause I remember uh, guy guys at the base. What base am I? I don't know, who knows? But they were like, <laughs> we can't. It's like we're not getting it for X amount of weeks because we have to get special refrigerators in that'll hold it at this temperature. Mm -hmm. It's like it's not in a regular refrigerator or freezer. And there was a dry ice shortage for a, a month or two mm -hmm. because they were shipping the back seat. And uh, then all of a sudden it's like, no, nah, it's fine. You can just yeah, put they, it. Just, put it just keep it cool. And the, the another thing I've seen is that like. Um, People, I've seen people make the case that the production uh, quality varied wildly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you might have got a dose that had didn't have nothing in it because like, they're, yeah. they're they're basically rolling this. They're, they're laying the tracks on this thing as, as it's going down the line. Right. You know yeah. What I mean? Right. Yeah. So when then they admitted a certain percentage of it was just placebo. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. you can't like when you're mass producing a new technology that like like I said like laying the tracks as you're going mm -hmm. like you're not going to have quality. Right. And like they like passed them they gave it a name. Uh, benevolent or whatever the fuck it is like you, the, no one's got that shot yet yeah the coming already oh yeah. the one that was actually FDA approved they, yeah. yeah that nobody has yeah because <laughs> that's not covered under the emergency use act and no uh, penalties clauses right because if you had an adverse reaction to this you can be sued yeah an I mean, adverse I've... reaction to the first one under the uh, emergency use act you can't be yeah, I think it's also under the Vaccine Protections Act yeah. or whatever yeah. from uh, the Reagan era, mm -hmm. 86. Which, I mean, like, I get the intention of it, but yeah, it's like it. whenever you have rogue libertarian capitalists that are just oh, man. <laughs> like focused on like, like oh. ch child labor vaccine factory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, the. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you're going with this one, but I'm interested. The. The Mars Company and Nestle, and uh, there's another one as well that um, came under scrutiny about a week or two ago. Um, maybe it was before that, but it's just it's children in the chocolate mines. Well, yeah, they're using child uh, uh, forced labor to yeah. uh, make the products that. in America. Are no, I think this is probably in the Caribbean or uh, yeah, Western yeah. Africa. Yeah, been doing Wait till we find time. out where all the cobalt comes from. Oh, God, no <laughs> shit. oh yeah, man! Trying to tell people that stuff even before the thing came out. Like, where do you think all this stuff's coming from, man? Well, Mars uh, coming from had Mars. a had a nice dodge, <laughs> which uh, it's coming from the Tesla factory. It's clean. Which they used, which was they introduced uh, three new female M and M's. For their packaging. Oh yeah. At this point, it's no longer just the green. We've got we've got more we've got more gender identity representation. Is it a Destiny's Child like limited edition? More like a Lizzo. I I think that they should they if they really want to go standards, they should have M and N's. The chicks. Oh, the chicks. They should have M and N's. You know. Oh yeah. There you go. Start over. I did a oh, Is that wait, that's a problematic letter. Hang on, hang on. No, we can't have this. Fuck. Sorry guys. Sixty-nine, dudes! We made it. Welcome back to a new episode of New Southern Heretics. What just happened? I don't know, but I didn't have this jacket on like ten seconds ago. I well, I saw you stand up and put it on. Yeah, yeah. You put it on probably like twenty minutes it's ago. A false memory, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Unconsciously just like Gotta look more badass. 
<laughs> I just got cold. Wish they'd like talking and you just see Ted reach his arms and go. Vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> he hears he hears Judd's motorcycle dream. He's just like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I just I don't know, man. I, I'm really. I think it's like it's like with all things that stay in like culture. I'm like I'm tired of COVID. Tired of all the arguing about it. I'm getting tired of the Ukraine stuff. Mm-hmm. How's it feel to be a bigot? I love it. We need a new Pearl Harbor. I, th- I think that's <laughs> probably going to happen. I-, I think that a lot of this is just going to keep trickling dominoes down to worldwide war, yeah, like, a, like a hot war. It's there's like watching all this Ukraine stuff. How like, how else do you make economies worldwide boom? Yeah, war. I mean, mm. like I, I'm watching all this Ukraine stuff. It's like it's going to it's going to roll over into a hot war because not like France and Britain are sending like actual like you know, fifth gen tanks to the to the battlefield now. Like it's it's a fucking trap on both sides, really, because mm. like. What do you? What they're not? They're not. Russia's not going to back down. Like, they're not going to quit. Like Crimea is way too fucking important for them. If you watch that Peter Zion episode, he explains why Ukraine is important for them mm-hmm. from a defense standpoint, and it, it, it it's not going to end. Like they're not going to collapse. Like they've been like Russia has spent the last like fifteen years getting ready for this. Well, yeah, yeah. I was about to say even with uh, Putin's declining health, they have that already because yeah. they've already got nationalism uh, or nationalistic pride like boosted, and they've already got Putin set up to become the the the, the new martyr for Russian uh, politics. You the Ubermensch. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, Lock, Lock, the coming man, uh, Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, and all those guys like the perfect war. It never ends. Well, like you were saying about the, you know, we're sending all this money and technology was like that's not traditionally the American model for war. We're supposed to be making money off of this, you know, like that's how we got to such a level of decadence, you know, over the last half century. Well, was we, profiting off. We of- are retrofitting. Okay, like all our all our NATO allies, they're sending all their shit over there. Mm-hmm. All right, so they're sending all their shells, all their missiles, all their uh, equipment, whatever. Guess who they got to buy that from to replace their stocks? Us. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's tank parts, all that shit. Like, you know, they have to buy it from us. Like, it has to come from us. Like, in it's kind of how we got involved with uh, Afghanistan, like during the Cold War. Yes. Yeah. You know. Iron Man and Village Dean. Mm-hmm. And it worked. And I think Rainbow I, 3, not Iron Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> I understand it now. <laughs> but like, uh, Russia just dropped like a fucking anti-shit missile on like a, a hundred unit apartment building. Anti-shit missile. That's what I heard. You can't poop? Anti-shit missile. It is, oh. It is a little... Oh. The cost of shit Their people will not poop for weeks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ammonium. <laughs> Ammonium. That's what the ice has for an ICBM. <laughs> no, that's what BM stands for. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be <laughs> Oh, 
know, man. It just does. It's not going to a good spot because, like, apparently Russia's gearing up for in the spring to have a two hundred million, a two million uh, person standing army, and like, I don't know. I don't know where it goes. Well, spring probably west. <laughs> Springtime's coming. Obviously, west. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Springtime's coming, so it'll soon be a little bit more um, uh, back acclimable. Is that the word? Conducive. Conducive, yeah. Oh, for for a land war in Russia. You know, yeah. it's like we're kind of in the, the worst time. Well, to, it's not really conducive after the thaw. Like, it only gets really, they can't really advance until like all into May and June. Well, then we have something to look forward to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a happening is coming. Well, what's going to happen when uh, all the countries like Ukraine's exporting all the food to like start drying up? Who's filling that? Brazil? Uh, nobody. Us? Like literally nobody. They're just gonna starve. Yeah. Like literally nobody. Like yeah. There was a there was a big thing, either twenty twenty or twenty twenty one out in the northern uh, Mississippi Valley, like you know where the river at, like the northern part of it, where the flooding had like caused like grain stocks, like something like like twenty percent of like like the U.S. like stored grain to just. No, no, it went it went bad that year, like all of it that year. I think I remember that. that. That's that, that's a whole lot more common than you think it is. Was yeah. it like yeah. that? Was like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember that happened because they were saying because that was flooded going to like, like, in the end. Like there's a flood and it flooded the it, yeah. It, it didn't affect the stocks. It affected the coming production. Yeah. The the what would be yes. the stocks? Yes. A, I'm gonna say there's a spot in Iowa that floods. Yeah. Real bad too sometimes because it's. It's the, uh, you know, Iowa's the head of Mamal. Yeah. Um, Minnesota, Iowa. Uh, I'll just go roll with it. What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the states are in a line that follow the Mississippi River. Yeah, yeah. You, you I was like, Mamal. I'm like, did he, did he say fucking Mamal? Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota, Iowa, Mississippi, Iowa. Iowa's the home of Mama. Yeah. Louisiana. Your mom's from Iowa? Arkansas. Louisiana. Mm. Um, My mom's from Jewtown. <laughs> it's it's this it's coastal area near St. Simons. Ukraine and Russia accounts for they're number one and number two. Russia, Ukraine is number one. Russia is number two in wheat production. But yeah. well, I, I think there's it, it, it hurts Africa more than it hurts anywhere else. I was, I, was about to, I was about to say I think a fair amount of this push is from you know the. World Economic Forum types that are there to where they can essentially pillage more of the uh, unproduced world. It's, it's not that they're yeah. uh, it's not that they're they're poor countries because they're like resource rich, like yeah. like you know in uh, yeah. almost said Zaire, uh, Congo, like where that's the, where the all, cobalt lines yeah, are. That's right. The world works because Congo has fucking mineral reserves. That's that's the absolute truth. Like if you if who owns the Congo owns the fucking world, allegedly. Well, it's I, like a, a lot of the, um, the stuff for uh, for battery minings for electric vehicles. A lot of that is owned by China. There are resources for it. I'm sure, it's not connected all with, within the Ukraine yeah. as well for that. But like here in the U.S., like they're they're just now starting to like build like these battery mining places, and most of them are. On the East Coast and the Appalachians. The, one of the things right. I've read is that um, America and the West collectively is not 
as far behind in mining potential as China is. It's just China likes getting there and bragging about it. Well, well, China's got all, already a lot of resources and like factories and man, that was a fucking fast thing. Whatever that was, um, like re- ready to go. You know, um, during the Trump years, Trump had talked about you know we're bringing production, manufacturing back to America. It's like, yeah, but it, he was doing it for like 20th century type industry. You Steel. know, steel, concrete. Yeah, um, well, we're we're bringing like the tech sector started moving shortly after that, like the like chip manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellen's already Ellen. <laughs> Elon. El- Ellen's, <laughs> Ellen's Elon already. Sixty nine, dudes. <laughs> uh, welcome back to a new episode of New Southern Heretics. We're here with Biscuit talking about Elon. Apparently Just sat down. He's uh, going to build a like a plant in Indonesia because he's already counting on uh, Z taking the plant, the Tesla plant in China. Which he he will. He will. But the problem is they don't have the the demographics to operate this, that, all the stuff. They don't, it's like Russia; they can't make they can't make it themselves, and they can't maintain it. That's the the big thing is like a, the OEM stuff, right? So yeah. like with. I don't know about all Tesla models, but with most of them, if you need repairs done on it, it's a ridiculous amount because it has to go through the manufacturer mm-hmm. itself. It's kind of like the, the the John Deere stuff yeah. that uh, right to repair. Yeah, that happened uh, last week. Last week, yeah. right. Beautiful. Far, farmers can uh, can now they don't have to re- send all their repairs for John Deere equipment back to John Deere. Or, like, go, or go through a John Deere uh, site tech. Right, right. Which, to have them just show up at your fucking farm is $300. Yeah. And then, then they tack on the driving, and, and then you pay labor. for labor, and then, then you pay for the parts. and It was all vertically integrated. Mm. And now, now now you don't have to do that. Hmm. There was like a whole like I don't know if cottage industry is the right term, but like um of like independent tractor mechanics on like on site mechanics, and then whenever um John Deere took the vertically integrated route, you're going to buy a tractor, you're going to use our technicians, you're going to use our parts, right, right. That that, that all those guys died out. Uh, so <clears throat> I see a lot of that with um, Caterpillar at my job. It's, yeah, like, it's if all it's, heavy if equipment. It's, if it's anything other than a hose. Yeah, you know, or an air conditioner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got to come out with his little. It'll be. Computer. It'll sit there for three days, and a cat truck will pull up. And yeah, and you're down. You're down a piece of equipment for three yeah. fucking days. Yeah, the yeah. Jobs behind. More like usually a week, and then yeah, it all has to be certified technicians, yeah. and you know, yeah. and we have to pay five hundred bucks to get a low boy to bring out. Yeah, something, and it's five. It's five hundred bucks before they even leave the shop. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. You see, see, like stuff like this. If it if it's like a, a warranty involved, you know, like. To, to me, that, that kind of works like similar to like a, a form of insurance, right? So like, if it's you want it to be covered under warranty, not pay out of pocket, well, yeah, sure, you would have to go through all that rigor morale, and you know, even if you may have to pay some out of pocket, like initially, you still get like reimbursed because it's covered, you know. But like, if you're just trying to get independent like repairs, like it seems somewhat evil to be like well no you have to go through us you have to pay whatever amount we set or you're not going to be able to get repaired right at all right well the other aspect of it is is like the, the it, since uh, 
I think the last units, like tractors that didn't have computers on them were like the 80s models they started in the 90s have been more and more integrated with computers I think mm -hmm. 82 is when um, the ODB sensor <laughs> old dirty bastard <laughs> <laughs> I think that's when the, the first chips start getting introduced yeah. into vehicles um, I <clears throat> I saw a, there was an old precursor to uh, TRL called MTV Live it, it was like a, a three or four hour like block of time, but there was no countdown. So some they would have guests come on and have long form conversations. One day ODB shows up with with Proz and a couple of other people and announces that his name is now Big Baby Jesus. Yes, that's yeah. right. Big Baby that's Jesus. Right. He's for the children. <laughs> Wu Tang is for the children. Yeah, absolutely. Puffy, he's all right. He's yeah. all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. But what has happened in the last like fifteen years is they're like say that there's they released their their firmware update. Well, the way the tractors work, they they have like a uh, two thousand, a uh, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand, six thousand, eight thousand, nine thousand series tractors. Each one right. of those tractors are increasingly higher horsepower and yada yada yada. Right. Um, <clears throat> what they have found out here in the last ten years is say you get a, uh, a eight thousand series tractor, there'll be like an eighty one hundred. 8125, there'll be a 8135, 81, and each one is like it's a little more powerful. Well, they found out on some of these last tractors, it's the same fucking engine, it's the same fucking transmission. There's a computer module in there mm -hmm. that you can turn on or off that changes the torque and the power of the mm -hmm. engine of the tractor. <laughs> so, you, so you can go buy this 8000 series tractor that this is the same engine, same transmission, but you pay less than you see so if you got like an 8800R. Right. All you do, you, all you do with that uh, eighty-eight hundred or the eighty-eight, say the eight thousand, is go in there and change a couple of settings in the computer, yeah. and it's just as basically, strong as the other one. Basically, take yeah. the governor off. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a, like some settings with the air it's, fuel ratio yeah. and the turbo settings. Yeah, because they don't have like they don't have five separate motors for each series or frame yeah. of tractor. It's same. They might put in a different transmission for different torques and stuff, but it's, it's overall, it's the, it's the same fucking thing. You, you'll you'll get that a lot with um, um, effects pedals as well. So like you'll like uh, sometimes see where like it'll be um, the circuitry of like a big name thing yeah. like Electroharmonics or Boss. Yeah, and they'll just put it in a different chassis and they'll change like a couple like yeah. things on it, and you'll be able to get yeah, essentially something that can produce a similar if not the same sound for a fraction of the cost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like uh, the Soul Food pedal compared to the Analog Man uh, Centaur pedal that that no, no longer is being made with the soul. I think so. I think uh, I think that's also an electro harmonics, if I'm not mistaken. It is. Um, and it's a smaller it's a smaller size, and it gives you the same uh, it's the same energy, same mm -hmm. resistors, and all that inside of it. Mm -hmm. um, so like this guy, this is a Behringer. It's a just a multi effects. I don't I don't really use it that much, but there's a, there's a couple of like yeah. you know like. Neat doodad things on it, but Behringer, if I'm not mistaken, they uh, use Boss uh, schematics mm -hmm. and just yeah 
put it in, in like the like I mean you can well a lot of those can like you can you can source. feel kind of like how quote unquote cheap uh, the uh, yeah. Yeah, compared to like a boss pedal would yeah. be that yeah, the metal heavy. and the yeah, it's like a fucking walk metal frame. Yeah, is that a plastic frame too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and like yeah, like the Behringer stuff's fine. The the battery is loaded in with um, these little pegs here. You get like an Allen wrench or like a narrow like screwdriver and push in okay on it to release it. So like it's, it's cheaply made, you know, versus. This guy, this is a, a micro synth. Mm -hmm. You see all the dust on yeah. it uh, from Electro Harmonics, and I got this used, and it was still like about two fifty. Yeah. Um, but like pedals, since people smaller companies started doing that, a lot of a lot of uh, interest kind of went into. Guitar effects pedals and it boom. Yeah, it has a little the, compressor. Is that the little Behringer models? Behringer has a series. I want to say that's a small form factor like this. Mm -hmm. That I don't. I don't know if it's uh, solid state or analog. You know, whatever. But they get pretty close to emulating the sound of the Big Brother, like the Rat mm -hmm. or the mm. or whatever pedal. Rat's a cool pedal. Uh, yes, Rat, the one pedal I'm familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The yeah. little round pedal. No, that was the. Uh, I think this That was the uh, fuzz. This gets okay. over here. Like, can we talk about tractors some more? Uh, I'm just <laughs> having your own conversation. I do. I'm the same way. I'm I'm uh, very old school DIY with my music production. It's like if I'm have, if I have a pedal, I have one. Yeah. This uh, for <clears throat> this most recent project, I run two different um, distortions. So I've got a um, in the in the chain. Um, so if you if you think about it, whatever is last on the way of the speaker is sort of like on top, mm -hmm. right? So the first thing, and this guy's been down here for a hot minute, all this dust on it. First thing in the chain, I've got a, a fuzz. Mm -hmm. So the the fuzz doesn't really it, it doesn't really have a lot of like crunchy gainy like sustain to it. If if you do turn it like hotter yeah, in that way. regard it's, it's more like feedback kind of stuff but it gets um, a really nice attack of like as far as like how how and when you're hitting the strings yeah. the the chuggy kind yeah. of stuff but um there's there's no real bottom or body to it mm. and then behind it i've got a triangle uh instead of a sine wave triangle wave mm. distortion so it gives it like a a video game kind of uh kind of like what a micro synth would do like a yeah but it um, doesn't really have a lot of attack to it because everything's coming in just like compressed, mm -hmm. just like this is your signal. So you can you can set your EQ to be like how hissy or yeah. like low end you want it. But uh, yeah, combine both of them uh, together yeah. gets a yeah, it's a nice full uh, like uh, a triangle yeah. muff. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 triangle yeah, muff. Seventies bush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a some somewhere. I have a a big muff, yeah. but it's um, the those, form factor. The, those the two ones are, I think it's right. Well, those were the round ones. Was that the big muff? No, they're the, they're the big like like ramp kind of guy. Like it, it, it looks like like a little skateboard, like fingerboard, yeah. like a ramp take that, take for that. that. What what was the round one? The fuzz fuzz head. I think Dan Electro makes some that have yeah. got like a bubble yeah. shape to them. Yeah. 
they they would be like a a, a good like cheap substitute as well. Um, I lost a, a lot of my old pedals uh, in the in the fire, but I had a lot of uh, the old Ibanez like silver yeah. new metal pedals. Those uh you can watch uh, Reverb.com. You you mess with that. It's like a it's like an eBay but for music instruments. You can mm-hmm. find stuff on there uh, a, a lot of the time for used and pretty decent price and it's uh, been pretty well taken care of and and those came back into vogue some of the old Ibanez pedals and got pretty high dollar dude they're fucking expensive man um, this guy I found at uh, one of our local shops he had a case of them said I would get one if I liked it I'd come back and get the rest and I went back and somebody got it the day before mm-hmm. that was sad this is a, a Japanese Ibanez Ooh. so instead of Silver, uh, everyone had a different color uh-huh. on the body itself. It was the green Ibanez, was the. It was like Tube Screamer or Distortion? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. A lot of people listening are just like, this is fucking boring. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. There's, I'm sure there's a, there's a niche, a niche yeah. uh, audience who are like, yeah, fuck yes. Yeah. This is what I've been waiting yeah. for. Andy Clark. Um, <laughs> yeah. like, like, God, I'll, they start talking about They just flick at their beam. It's like, God, they start talking about music gear. I'm just going to fucking, oh, God, I'm going to come so hard. Andy Clark with St. Vincent has a fun video somewhere where she starts talking about her her sound and how she gets it. And um, it's I, I need fun. to dig more into her fucking discography, man. She's a badass. I know, we've, a, I know we've talked about her before. I saw her live one time, maybe twice, I don't remember. She's a She's a monster. And uh, she uses a lot of the, damn it, now I can't remember. Is it the Bobcat guitars that came out years and years ago that had like a plastic body? Pretty cheap guitars. Mm-hmm. And she'd uh, go back through them and, and refurb it, you know, make sure the electronics were stable and not the solder's not about to come off. Right. And had a, and I think it had a shorter scale to it. And she would get some uh, fun sounds out of that that just doesn't sound like, you know, me plugging a strat into what you know whatever right well like uh josh homie from uh queens of the stone age um you know i I think he's a fantastic guitarist and he's not he's not too solo crazy or anything a lot of stuff is kind of blends in with the madness of the music itself Mm -hmm. but um his riffs and his uh, uh were always like I always liked his riffs because I, I, li- I like riff rock. But yeah. um, he uh, he would uh, use, he talked about gear, and I'm, I'm not a gearhead, but he would talk about that uh, he liked using stuff that was not like big name yeah. like companies that would just be like either people make uh, like American made uh, companies. There's a company, Emperor, they're based out of Chicago, I mm-hmm. think. They uh, make their cabinets all, yeah. all in house. They're Loud cabinets will get the job done for sure. One of the guitars he's been using the past couple of years, I think it's made in Australia, and it's got, uh, like, if you were to have a big, um, the hollow body Gibson uh, guitar that has, like, the little clefts cut out of it, mm-hmm. it's got lightning bolts instead, and I can't remember the daggum name of it. But things, same thing. Things it's are a, heavy as shit. It's man. a small, smaller company, and I think him and the guy from... Uh, Eagles of Death Metal use the same guitar because they're buddies. Mm-hmm. Well, Josh Homme drums, uh, or he was the drummer for Queen or Queens of Stone Age, mm-hmm. uh, Eagles of Death Metal. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I literally put myself to sleep without boring. That <laughs> <laughs> fucking was. Uh, you gotta get a. Hold on, we'll just edit this out. No 69, dudes! We made it! What's that? We made it! <laughs> Welcome. Yet yeah, again. You playing any games lately? I, you know, I don't, I don't game too much. Uh, well, well, uh, we had talked about uh, after we finish. I, I need you to stick around for a little bit. Um, fuck that! <laughs> oh, for sure. We may need to wrap it up then, if you don't mind. Yeah. Give me a, give me like a, a twenty minutes or so. All right. Well, hang on. We can just edit this part out. Sixty-nine, dudes. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. To our 69th episode. I like, I like that we ended it on such a droll that's just like, all right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, uh, I like delving into the stupid minutia like that about stuff I really enjoy. Yeah. And I'll, I'll sit there and plink around on it. And then uh, every seven or eight months, I'll get to talk about it for, <laughs> for 30 seconds. Yeah. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. This That's is my moment. You got to shine. That's yeah, what said, so. yeah. And when I when I when I get to, when I get flush, and I have the opportunity to and the idea like, man, I should get an effects pedal. Like, oh, I, I revel in it. Man. Oh man. Like I, because it's it's kind of like a game. Like we talked before, like yeah. like once a year, where it's like like I'll, I'll get a new game. Yeah. Right? Or so yeah. like one. Cause I'm, I can't be that guy. Just like, like, oh, I got paid. Let me get a new effects pedal. Yeah. Oh man. Like, no, you're responsible. But anywho, thanks for listening, and uh, Godspeed. We made it. One more. <laughs> Sixty nine, dudes. <laughs> we made it. <laughs>